Hello? Disney did what? Spider-Man's doing what? Are you kidding me? You know what, man? Screw this. First Lion King, now Spider-Man. I'm done with Disney. Disney sucks. Three days later. Bring! Hello? What? Disney's doing what? Who's Spider-Man? I don't give a shit about Spider-Man. Hey guys, welcome to the Fake Nerd Podcast, episode 167. I'm Ron Leopolis. I'm very conflicted about Disney this week. I'm joined by my good buds, Brandon T. McClure. Conflicted is a word for it. Yes, and Ben Magnet. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Uh, Sparks, Woody could not be with us because yep. he's he's at the Disney. Yeah, he's, he's at, a Disney boy. He's at D23 right now. He's at now. D23 experiencing that, all the stuff. Talk about Disney shill. He works for Disney. Mm-hmm. He, he no, goes he doesn't. to Disney conventions. His alter ego maybe does. Mm. Mm. I don't think he cares. Yeah right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? It's been a, it's been a week. Yeah, it's been a whole week since the last I saw you. As yeah. always. As always. How was your week, Ben? Eh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Did stuff. you do anything positive? I did actually. I did a lot. Of, um, yesterday was actually a very nice day. Fanny and I we spent the whole day together. Uh, we went to my nephew's, uh, her nephew's birthday. Okay. And it was fun. You, do you guys remember like places like DZ Discovery Zone or the big uh, at Chuck E. Cheese's those big tube things? Those uh, I remember McDonald's play zones. Yeah, the play zones, uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his birthday was at a place like that. And obviously, why are you friends with a seven year old? I'm not. It's her nephew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So no, but why are you friends with a seven year old? <laughs> I that's my girlfriend's nephew. So I <laughs> thought I, you were about to stop at my girlfriend. Or else yeah. could be like, buddy. No, that's a different, sh- that's a no, different show. That uh, no, no. <laughs> Welcome to Fake News After Dark. No, no, that is no. I do not want the FBI crashing through that door right now, okay? okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> no! <laughs> what else, Ben? Uh, let, let's see. So we, we had a really good time at his birthday party, and he turned three years old. Oh. And then um, we just went out. We're uh, just like chilling at the shops, playing Pokemon Go, and we were just shopping around. And I found this really cool book right here called uh, uh, The Game Console, which is a visual history of almost every game console ever made and produced. I want I the audience that. to know that even though we are a visual, we I know, are I know, audio medium. I brought the book. I know, we I know. The book. Yeah. Well, the reason why I brought the book is because I'm gonna flip to a random page and tell you about the systems that I probably never even heard of. Oh yeah, the NEC PC Engine. Do you guys know what the hell that is? Yeah, it's my grandma's name. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Granny NHPC29? What up, girl? Was she a robot? <laughs> yes. It, this is the Japanese version of the TurboGrafx-16. Do you know what the TurboGrafx-16 is? Yes. Yeah, this is the Japanese you version. No, I don't. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of those uh, American consoles yeah, are just like, the, f- the same thing in a different country. Well, like, who the hell has heard of the VTech Creative Vision from 1982 or the uh, Epoch Cassette Vision in 1981? If you have... Right in. We yeah, please. Know. Tell us about your retro gaming love. Please. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. So I was actually going to get another book, and then we found this. And fans like, hey, maybe you should get this book instead, because I'm writing for Old School Gamer Magazine. I, mm. My latest article just went up uh, last night. I will and, link that below. Oh, thank you. And this, I think this is going to help me, because there are a lot of systems in here, both in Japan and the United States, and even Europe, that I never knew existed. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them that I did hear about was, like, the Apple Ping Ping. Have you ever heard of that? Or the Pin Pin? <laughs> that sounds like a... Th- those are two very different things. The ping ping. I, th- I think it's <laughs> the, the Apple I think ping it's the, ping. Sounds like something I did it came last in the, night. It came yeah. out in the nineties. I, I I'll try and find it, but no, it was, I think it originated in the eighteen hundreds. Actually, <laughs> no, it came out in the nineties. But uh, do it, you understand what I'm talking about, Ben? Uh, what are you talking about? It's a sex position. Oh God, no. The ping ping. No, no, not that. But it, <laughs> wait, but, I think I just saw something from Flubber. Go back. What Flubber? Flubber. Go are you talking one more? One more. Okay. This Wait, is, no, keep going. This is beautiful, you guys. Oh my gosh, you, they can't see this. Oh my god, this is, the, is the, the Virtual Boy, like the damn robot from from Flubber. Yes, oh. this is the Nintendo Virtual Boy. Oh, no, that's a real system. Yeah, yeah. No, look at look, look, that's like, it look like the robot from Flubber. The, no. the yellow one. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, kind of does. Doesn't she fall in? Doesn't she fall in love with him? Yeah. Yes. That's that w- was. And they that? have a child together. 
Wasn't that? <laughs> oh God, what was, what what was her hell? name? It was that famous. It was the actress who was the voice um, artist for Ariel. Yeah, Jodie Benson. Hey guys, just so there you know, Flubber's a really weird movie when you grow up. <laughs> hey, what, what's the? If you want to make a napkin dance, you just got to put the a Pippin. little boogie that's, in it. That's what it is. I got it wrong. The Apple Pippin came out in 1996. The Pippin. Yeah, you. I don't it. want it anymore. I yeah. just want the ping ping. Hey, you want to know how much it cost when it released? Six hundred dollars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There you go. Five ninety nine. Oh. I'm telling you, I know my pippings. I, I kid. <laughs> how do you know this? I don't know. Wait, that's a lot of money for a console back then. Back then, hell yeah, it is. Yeah, oh god, yes. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of money for a console now. Yeah. Like, well, I dude, re- like game cartridges used to cost like eighty bucks in like the nineties. Like, it's people complain about game prices now, but they're the best they've ever been for the amount of content we're getting. Yeah. yeah. Sixty bucks is nothing, man. Well, yeah. So uh, this is this book is definitely gonna help me write my articles because there's a lot of consoles out there. I'm like, wait, that's a that was a thing. I love it. That's cool. Oh that's yeah, cool. so that, that was fun. I saw Ray or Not last night with uh, Fanny. Yeah. I really, I dug it. I'm I very dug excited it. to see it. Yeah, you guys haven't seen it yet, right? Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, it's, I, I quite enjoy it. It's definitely, uh, it's like, it, it straddles the line between dark comedy and thriller, and I'm, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's, I, I liked that ending. I liked that ending a lot. It, it had a twist in it that you thought it was going to go one way, and then it goes a totally different way, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I wasn't I expecting feel- that. I have a feeling, I have an idea what the twist is, and I hope it's not that because I think that's like that's real lazy. But I oh. but I've heard good things about the movie, so I don't think it. it is I it. still really enjoyed it. Okay, like yeah. the like the scenes in the trailers, like where they kill the maids. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Murder's hilarious. I watch Shadow of the Colossus, Basement Arcade, where we kill lots of things. <laughs> I also watch uh, Basement Arcade Sonic Mania. That oh. finally went up this yeah, week. You guys finally put up uh, season two of Basement Arcade. Heck much. yeah, baby! We yeah. did a lot of Basement Arcade. Recording. Gotta go, gotta go swiftly. And gotta, um, yeah, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go speedy. Gotta go quickly. Yeah, the boys. Uh, uh, Victor Watch Special went up this week. The boys went up as well, yes. boys are back in town. As as we like to say, they arrived in town just on time. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Ben? Uh, good God, what else did I do? Good God. Um, I started watching Samurai Jack. Season, Season five? five? Season five. And also, I started watching one of my favorite animes on Verve. It's uh, doing a simulcast right now. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just wait because I caught up. And then I was like, oh, man, I want to find, I can't wait. I need to watch more. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was like it's doing a simulcast, so it's subtitled. But I'm like, hey, at least I get to watch it. Yeah, man, comes are you out liking day Samurai day. Jack season five? I am loving it. I watched the first disc in its entirety, and then Fanny fell asleep. I was gonna watch the second disc, and she's like, no, don't watch it. I'm like, why not? She's like, because I want to catch up. Because she started watching it with me, she fell asleep, and I just continued watching it. Because after that's bad of you. How's it? She fell asleep, and you continued to watch it without her. That's cruel. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were just giving me so much shit today, <laughs> I'm just joshing, Ryan. Yeah. I know, I know. And yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll because that show's really good. That show's really good. Yeah, that fifth season's real good. Oh, it is. I am loving it, Brandon. That is a whole crap. Hey, you like you like Gurren Lagann? I love Gurren Lagann. Okay. What? Giant robot heads. What's your Samurai Jack? Why'd you bring up Gurren Lagann? You'll see. Okay. Damn dog crossover. And oh, huge, 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 huge shout out to Downright Nerdy. As always, as I mean, as always, but not only that, I apparently I won- started a network. I started a network with a bunch of people that we don't talk about on the show. I know <laughs> we talk about downright nerdy. Yeah, so not week. only does the, sh- the shout out go to downright nerdy, this also goes to Dave at Geek Fine Art as well mm-hmm. on yeah, Instagram yeah. for two reasons. Reason number one is I won downright nerdy's uh, giveaway, and I was I was actually watching their uh, Instagram live video, and Michael was wearing a shirt. Hell yeah, I was. He was wearing a shirt. He uh, pulled me over, or he showed the cameras because like police officer. Geek Fine Art was like, hey, they're here. And also, Ben, uh, Geek Fine Art is going to be at LA Comic Con. 
and we have plans to go to LA Comic Con. So yes, we, we, he we had plans to try and go to LB Long Beach, uh, to Long Beach, yeah, but unfortunately but those, those did not go through. Yeah, so. which is a bit bummer. But mm-hmm. we're definitely gonna go to to Los Angeles. That's a that's a definite, right? Yeah, I gotta that's, get that's the Blue Rangers uh, autograph. Yeah, we're yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're only going so Brand can get the Blue Ranger. It's uh, the only reason, just no, moral like, support. Like no joke, that is the only reason why I'm going. I I just like going to LA. I really like that convention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he said he offered us to go hang out at his booth, and if we need a place to rest, he his booth is essentially a safe point. We can for be us. booth babes. Nice, hell yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm into it. No, Ryan, Ryan is the booth babe. Can Ryan is the slave he is the sexiest of all of us. Thank I you. have to say. Oh, thanks. Stop it. Uh, you know it's you know it's true. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Well, I'm saying it is. You <laughs> Welcome to Fake Nerd After Dark. <laughs> yeah. uh, now it's from Fake Nerds After Dark. But yeah, huge t- shout out to Downright Nerdy. And the whole, all yesterday I was just messaging with uh, Michael. And yeah, th- even on their episode, they gave me a huge shout out because I, I did a Mark Hamill Joker impression for them. They were like, dude, Ooh. do more of that. Also, um, Just a Reekin did a shout out oh, yesterday. Yeah. So that was cool. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mr. Reekin. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. So that was that was my week, yeah, and my yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty big day. I had a lot of fun. You look like a lot of fun on your Instagrams. Thank you. You were too tall for those play rides. I, I was, but you know what? Then we went to Spirit Halloween. I really want when They're I popping up, baby. I know. So okay, so what I wanted to do when we got to that Spirit Halloween, I wanted to turn Instagram on and uh, put the music to "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year" as I'm walking in, and fans like, no, don't, no, we don't need to do that. Just let's but just it, go inside. It is the most wonderful time. It is, and I, I really like the Sandman. Uh, 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 the Sandman puppy TikTok videos. Oh, okay, TikTok got it. Oh, the yeah. kitty one. There's a there's a puppy one. There's oh, a kitty a pup- one. There's a rabbit one. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> they're all great. Okay, <laughs> they're all the same. The but gift I like that them keeps a lot. on giving. Dun 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 dun. It's so good. Yeah, those are super cute. Those are really cute. Yeah. So spirits are coming up. I'm super happy. I'm like, yay, give me more spirit. And I wish I had more money because I really want that Oblivion Keyblade. They had it at the spirit I went to, which is right up the street from where we're recording right now. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm not, not all other stuff is open, but it's, or it's up. I should say the store is open. Not all the stuff is up. Yeah. They still got some time. Cause you know, it's August and yo man, Walmart already has Christmas stuff. So like whatever. Oh, they do. I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, blasphemy. Yeah, That's not all they got. They also got walls. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Marts. Marts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I like that. that we both have the same stupid thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's it? That, yeah, that's... Damn, I did have a busy day. That's Holy good. crap. Good. I'm proud of you, bro. Uh, you, thank you. So, um, after Marvel announced that they're going to do the Marvel's podcast, I decided to listen to Wolverine the Long Night. How is it? It's incredible. Yeah? It, it's won awards and it's all and all this acclaim for a reason. Wolverine's barely in it. It's about these two detectives going to Alaska to... Uh, to uh, there's a big grisly murder, like a series of murders that involve heavy th- uh, slashing and gore and stuff. And Wolverine also happens to live there at the time. So it's kind of like everyone's trying to find out where Wolverine is and wh- how he's involved and... Uh, and uh, Richard Armitage as Wolverine is very good. He's very, he's like what I imagine Wolverine to sound like actually, really gruff, and they always describe Wolverine. He's short and stout, and he's like a big slab of meat. And I'm like, oh my God, I love Hugh Jackman, but like I, that's the Wolverine I want, man. And like he just has such like a, like a, a grizzle to his voice. And I'm like, yeah, Thor and Oak and Shield, you're a cool guy. <laughs> Richard uh, Armitage for Wolverine. Uh, oh, wait, how tall is he in real life? Because I know he played a dwarf in the Hobbit series, and that's not his I don't real know. height. 
He's also I, very handsome. I, I think he, he might be he a very, little too old for. He might be, if, if for if they're trying to cast for a while. Yeah, he might be too old. Yeah. I think they might want to be younger. That yeah. is a very very well made show. Uh, it's very spooky too, and each one's thirty minutes long, and there's like a, there's like a fifteen minute uh, break, just like a TV show. But man, it's free on uh, on Spotify. Uh, ben, I know you listen to a lot of stuff at work. Mm-hmm. I think you should listen to it because it's really I, good. I think I'm it's, a, I was listening. It's also, legitimately great. It's yeah. also on iTunes. It's also on iTunes. Now that it's free, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Besides um, listening to us and uh, Direct Nerdy and other podcasts while I was at work, I started listening to Talking Tunes. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Rob Paulson, just a man. He is a funny guy. All the all the voice actors. Oh yeah, man. Just just hearing Goofy or Bill Farmer as Goofy recite. I know it's up on YouTube, but listening him to listening him recite uh, lines from The Godfather. It's the greatest effing thing. Wake me up. Wake me up. Uh, so I listened to the first season of that, uh, and the second season's out, so I'll oh. probably listen to that at work So as I well. just looked up his height. He is 6'2". Too tall. Too tall. That's okay. I'll, it, it doesn't really matter, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes... I'm kind of into Taron Edgerton. He is a handsome, I am into Taron Edgerton, too. But yeah. good 100%. lord, he is a handsome man. He is, yeah. I kind of like he's him with a good his, actor. I, I know this is going off the Hobbit films, but I really like him with that beard. No, yeah, he he's a he's a good uh, uh, audio Wolverine, I'll say that. Okay. Um, let's see. I played a little Hitman. Uh, I played a little bit of video games, not too much. Uh, Sparks was gone half the week, and he's usually my entertainment man. So uh, I mostly just listened to Wolverine and played some video games. It's a pretty easy week. Cool. Did you get th- any, through uh, Zelda anymore or no? No, I'm still at the last boss, and I'm, not, I'm just going to wait to give myself dedication to that. Okay. Um, I, of course, I read more comics. I read a lot of comics this week. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, the X-Men books are rock solid. Uh, big development this week. Uh, it's real cool. Oh, yeah. So I actually won a copy of Powers of X number two from the Downright Nerdy. You won the variant that I just bought. I don't think, <laughs> actually, I don't think it was the variant I bought. you bought because I was looking at the um, picture for their thing, and it, I think it's the regular cover. Okay. So, but still, I don't have Powers of X number one or House of X one and two. So it's like, cool. I have to borrow stuff from Ryan now. It's a good book. It, it is. I just, I'm, I'm broke. No, I feel you, dude. Um, yeah, I get that. I think I think that's it. That was pretty easy. I only had two comic books in my pull list this week. It was awesome. Damn, dude. One was Ghost Spider, uh, which I'm catching up on. Uh, I'm catching up on uh, Spider Gwen, aka Ghost Spider, which leads into the Ghost Spider series. I hate it when they do this, but man, no character has been relaunched maybe more than <laughs> for poor Gwen four times now. I yeah, think yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I still like it. It's it's got a different tone than the first than the first series, the Rodriguez Latoria series. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I really loved. Same. Uh, they're doing something really interesting. Uh, if you've read that run, you know that her suit is the symbiote right now, is a Venom symbiote. Uh, they're doing something interesting where it's leaking. Hmm. Uh, it's like falling off of her in little spiders. Uh, it's really cool. That's it's awesome. Infecting other people, maybe? Well, I don't know yet. Oh. I'm interested Ooh. to see where that goes. I also caught up on Justice League Dark. Yeah. Uh, that book's awesome. Swamp Thing's still on there? Yeah, he is. All right, I got to read it. Uh, they just introduced, you might like this, The uh, because the Parliament of Trees are destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, ma- uh, the Upside Down Man destroyed them. Uh, they just introduced the Parliament of Flowers. Oh, okay. That was go- that's going to take over the w- their spot in the green. Okay. Uh, so they needed an avatar. So they created a, like a, like a. F- oh, is this where I saw Jason Woodry's daughter? Yes. Okay. I have to read this book. Yeah. Because <laughs> her name's Briar. And I'm like. Briar Rose. <sighs> God. Why? You can't do this to me. I just watched something with Jason Woodrow. Now you're giving me more Jason Woodrow. I got to get it. Yeah, this book is real good. Okay. Um, what issue is it on? Is it 12? 15, I think. Okay. That's a little bit behind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I could be it could be wrong. That was the annual, though. That was really good. Okay. Uh, Constantine's back. Uh, they did this thing, whole thing with the Lords of Order where Dr. Fate was a bad guy. Mm. Uh, and that was awesome. It's a really good book. Really, really ridiculous. Uh, 
Mordru created the Lords of Chaos by turning the Justice League dark into like perverted evil versions of themselves. I love it. Awesome. It's my shit. Uh, Yes, that's a good book. I like that book a lot. Um, Let's see. I went to see Blinded by the Light. How was that? Really good. That's good. I'm glad. I like that book a lot. Uh, Jesus. Movie. Maybe it was a book. Who knows? Uh, I like that movie a lot. It's based off a true story. Mm -hmm. Um. It's real. It's really interesting. It's by the same director who did. Uh, she did uh, Bend It Like Beckham and Bride and oh, Bride okay. and Prejudice. Okay, Bride and Prejudice. Um, yeah. So it's really cool. You know, support a not just a female director but a, a person of color. Yeah, director like mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, the movie looked real charming. Yeah, yeah. I I just like that scene in the trailer where he goes to America. And he's like, I'm, your reason to visit the United States is like I'm here to hear, I'm here to see uh, see Bruce Springsteen's hometown. I can't think of another reason to visit the United States of America than to see the home of the boss. Congratulations. Stamp, stamps his passport is like, go, young man. Go witness That's greatness. definitely a true thing that actually happened. <laughs> oh, there's more There's more to that scene. Oh, there is? Yeah, <gasps> in the movie. Oh, that's good. TSA um, gets the gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It takes place in the 70s. I thought it was the 80s. Smoke on planes. Oh, you're right. I thought it was the 80s. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> um, it was, it's not now. Well, whenever Bruce Springsteen was big, I thought it was the 80s when he was like, Big. No, this wasn't when Bruce Springsteen was big. That's it is 1987, by the way. I just remember. Okay. Uh, Bruce Springsteen was old and done by oh. the time this movie starts, and everyone is making fun of him for liking Bruce Springsteen because they want more hip music. Oh, uh, and he's okay. like, no, this is the best music. It's hip to be square, baby. Uh, I also went to see Good Boys. Yay! Uh, that was really good. Hell yeah, man. Uh, that I haven't laughed like that since Shazam. Uh, like for me, like. Having that just that good of a laugh is so rare, and it's. Uh, I think that movie is pretty much constantly funny almost the whole way through, yeah. which is very hard for a lot of comedies. I was hysterical the whole way. through. Yeah, those kids are very very charming. Yeah, I like them a lot. Heck yeah. Uh, let's see. I finished All Systems Goku. Yeah, the podcast um, where they go through Dragon Ball Z Kai. That was really good. I highly recommend that show. Just listen to people who've never seen Dragon Ball before. Slowly question, turn to love it. Question everything, and then like, yep, this is Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. This is a dog for a president. Hell yeah, dude. Um, uh, yeah, and I finished. Coincidentally, also finished. I caught up on we're five or six episodes from the end of Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, uh, lots of fights. I'm watching the dub, and right now it's just the eleventh versus the seventh. Eleventh uh, universe and seventh universe. Yeah, for those at home who don't know, it's a uh, so it's the. The Jiren of the show, Top uh, versus Frieza, Goku, 17, who yeah. I didn't imagine last Dude, 17 long. is so cool. 17, 17 and 18 are so good in the Tournament of yeah, Power. Yeah, they, really, uh, they really step it up in it's this like season. Ben, so 17 and 18 are mm-hmm. on the team. Okay. Uh, and they're like rebuilding their relationship through this fight. And it's really sweet to watch because... 17 disappears after the Cell Saga, pretty yeah. much. We don't see him ever uh, and, until... Yeah, well, 18 stays around because she marries Krillin and has a yeah, daughter with so him. Yeah, so 18 sticks around, but you find out that they're, that him and... That her and 17 are estranged. Like, they don't talk to each other anymore, and they don't they haven't seen each other in years. Oh. So now they're fighting together, and they're and they're kind of reconnecting and Aww. learning and remembering that they love each other, that they are brother and sister. Oh, that's cute. Really good shit. Man, that's great. Uh, some great... some. Sp- Spot on Gohan stuff. Oh yeah, in this okay. tournament of power. That's why I love Super because like it gets to focus on a lot of characters who deserved more yeah. in the original series, and they're like, hey, this is the time where they can actually. Ooh, uh, kind of got the shaft a little bit, like yeah. Gohan yeah. did. Yeah, and the Gohan's talking about like he wants to he wants to get to a new level without going Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. 
uh, because he can turn, he could be God, blue, whatever. He can because he is supposed to be the most powerful of them all. Yeah, but he just never tapped into that power. He's again. Got that weird mystic power. Um, and yeah, so so the part where ultra, 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 ultra instinct, which is really cool. But like Vegeta pushed through his limits and became like Super Saiyan Bluer, mm-hmm. <laughs> Super Blue. <laughs> which oh, is, he's bluer now. It's just it's Super Saiyan Blue, but he's just more blue. It's basically like Super Saiyan Blue too. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, <laughs> he just got more blue, and I thought that was funny. Uh, man, Goku with the Kaioken Super Saiyan Blue combo is it's good, guys. Yeah, Dragon Ball Super is good. It's very good. Oh. I'm glad you're here. There's a couple of there's a couple of times where, where like I was I was watching while I was doing pictures, and there were times where I'm watching the show, I just stop. I need to cheer because, like, shit, this is awesome. You've seen all the Roshi stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Some Sparks great... bought me a Master Roshi Funko Pop that's in my room now because I love Roshi so much. Ro- Roshi gets a good episode. Gets, like, two good episodes in that show. Uh, and that final arc, so good. It's just, you have a team and, like, all right, we only have a certain number of people who could save the entire universe. Let's get Roshi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get 17 and 18. Let's get Krillin. Let's get Frieza. I'm like, what a freaking team this is, man. It's yeah. I love it. Also, I realized that whole team, outside of Master Roshi and Krillin, we're all villains in the show. Yeah, yeah. From Dragon Ball to oh, Super, yeah. they're all villains from the show. Yamcha, like, wa- Yamcha wanted to get on the team now. Screw you, Yamcha. But like Tien was a villain from Dragon Ball. Piccolo, villain from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, man, oh, oh, yeah. Piccolo fights these Namekians from the Sixth Universe. Holy shit, this is the coolest thing in the show. There were only two of them left because they all absorbed, because they absorbed their entire planet. So you know how Nail like gives yeah, himself Na- to Piccolo? Yeah, Nail and, and Piccolo fuse and then... Uh, so imagine millions. And then Kami and Pic- Piccolo yeah, fuse So together. imagine all, all millions of all those people fuse into two people. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It's it's so cool. Yeah, dude. Some good stuff. I cannot wait for that show to come back. Khalifa and Kale merging with Khalifa still gets to me. Yeah. Well top. Yeah. Topo's Topo. better. Topo's way better. Um yeah, it's really good. I like it a lot. That was your Dragon Ball uh super talk guys. Yeah. You should get on it. We'll do more of it. I really I really Hell want yeah. to do that Dragon Ball show. I need to watch I I, I really want to watch the dub for Dragon Ball Super. Buddy, I will loan you the whole thing. I own it. Oh cool, can I have it? Or yeah. can, can I borrow I, it? Can I have it? I've been asking you to. I've been wondering. I was going to ask you today too, but every time I ask you, you're like, nah. No, no. I'll most certainly. Well, once watch you're done with it. Jack, you'll need some more badass anime. Yeah, yeah. I will m- happily watch Dragon Ball Super. Hell yeah! I, right. I forgot. I forgot you had. I forgot. Uh, there are times where I forget who I'm talking to. I will own the whole Dragon Ball collection. Oh my god! So quick, very quick anecdote. Yesterday, I was at GameStop because I got my uh, my uh, pro. I thought my pro membership was expiring. Power to the players. Yeah, I know. Uh, my membership was expiring, so I went to go renew it with all the points I've earned since I go to GameStop a lot to buy my games. And it's fine. It's renewed. And Fanny was looking around the store, and she finds the Sim- uh, not Simba, the Sora Lion Form Funko Pop that was an E3 2019 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw your, tw- your Instagram. Yeah. Well, I, did I put it on Instagram? I thought I just tweeted. Oh, no, you sent it to yeah, us. Yeah, I sent it to you guys. And I'm looking at it, and Fanny, of course, normally she would say, no, you don't need it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. But mm-hmm. for some reason, she's like, you should probably get this. Yes. You should probably it's buy it. It's a good looking pop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the box was a little beat up, but then and then she's like, hey, this might be the one pop that Sparks doesn't own, but you do. Because <gasps> between uh, you, Brandon, and Sparks here, you guys have everything and I have nothing. So I'm like, I might. And it was their last one. It was their, The standard price was 15 bucks because it was an exclusive, um, exclusive limited edition run. For E3. And, for E3. And even when we went on, we were looking up on eBay on the way home, every other vendors were selling it for 25 30 bucks. So it was their last one, and yeah, I walked out of there. I'm like, I had to. I had to get it because I wanted that line form 
uh, when I saw it for the three Funko Pops, and I got it. Right on. Uh, so I don't think this is in the news, but I'm just going to bring it up real briefly. Uh, Game Informer, which uh-huh. is the magazine owned by GameStop, yeah. had a huge layoff recently. <gasps> oh, no. uh, and that magazine might be going under soon. Oh, shit. Uh, because GameStop's in bankruptcy, basically. So uh, that's a real bummer because there's a lot of really talented people who've been on that staff for uh, decades almost. That's like, since, since that thing's been around. The reason why I even have my GameStop membership is because of, yeah. I get the Game Informer subscription. Same. I get, and I, I get they month. even asked me, it's like, oh, do you want digital? Do you want physical? I was like, no, I want this physical. I'd like to flip through my book. Yeah, like uh, it's just a shame because that is one of the last like true gaming magazines. Yeah, like and it's one of the first ones too. And uh, it's a shame that they got their owned by GameStop and GameStop yeah. doesn't really care about them apparently. Yeah, so they just laid off like twenty people. That's all. I mean, this just continues GameStop's horrible year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alright, should we get into our news? Let's do it. Yep. All right. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your bread butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear. Thank you. Right then, time now for our news. Yeah, time. Uh, this will be stuff that wasn't covered at D23. Uh, our D23 stuff will be a little later. And that is the topic. Uh, all right, so we start now with some um, Sony news. I figure we best start up the top. With yeah, the why not? Stuff. Let's get it done. Yeah. All right, so this is Sony. I'm sure you all know what we're going to talk about. Yep. For example, the Uncharted movie has lost a director again. Oh, oh no, another one. <laughs> oh no, Dan Trachtenberg, who has been, who is attached. Uh, I think he came on board with Tom Holland. Uh, I, I don't rem- remember. Uh, wasn't the, yeah? The Tom deets. Holland was uh, agreed to do to be young He's Nathan Drake. Atta- right? He is still attached. Uh, and Ryan, you said that by the time this movie starts, he will be old enough to play normal Nathan. Yeah, Drake. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been in development for years and years and years. Yeah, so he so he has left the project. Just another director. Uh, it most happened. recently, Dan did uh, one of the episodes of The Boys, which was really good. Really? Uh, and he also directed Ten Cloverfield Lane. That's a good movie. Oh, yes. okay. That movie a lot. Uh, all right. They also acquired Insomniac this week. Yes. So Sony uh, Entertainment, the their video game section, bought Insomnia, Insomniac, which makes the Spider-Man game. They've also made Ratchet and Clank. Uh, they made Sunset Overdrive for the game Xbox series. Yeah. Uh, uh, Resistance, which is the first-person shooter in World War II, which is really cool. Um, they have been primarily an, a PlayStation developer for decades, except for one game, and that one game uh, didn't sell very well, unfortunately, but it was a good game. Uh, on the flip, flip side, Spider-Man sold 13 million units. That's one of the highest-selling games of all time yeah. um, on a single console. So it's really smart for Sony to scoop these guys up and like, hey, make whatever games you want. We'll give you all the money you want, yeah. like double the money. Just put it on PlayStation. Which is we. I find this news odd because it's like they've already been kind of exclusive to PlayStation ever since. Yeah. Ever since. Which I mean, is, yeah, Sunset Overdrive is the one exception to the rule, but all their games for PlayStation have been really good games. Ratchet and Clank is a timeless, I would say it's a timeless Sony classic. Yeah. So it's like, I think honestly that's the why. That's why, especially after Spider Man was such a success, they're yeah. like these guys are basically our homeboys anyway. Think, we're not just put the ring yeah, on. I it. think it's kind of like them and Sam Monica Studio. They're Especially Insomniac now, since it's official. I don't know if Santa Monica Studio is independent of Sony. They just have a good contract with them. Uh, they are not. They are owned by Sony. They're owned by. Oh, never mind then. So, so now now they're just. And now they're. I know that from the God of War documentary. Oh yeah. Go. Well, that's the, the the studio that developed God of yeah. War. Yeah, that's why I said. Okay. Um, yeah, Xbox uh, has been buying up a bunch of studios. PlayStation's buying a bunch of studios. Like they, they need exclusives for people to buy those consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially as we get into the next gen, because yes. the prices are going to start getting a lot higher. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, oh, but boy. it's a, it's this is a, this is only a good thing for Insomniac because uh, yeah. that means that they're good. They are always going to be supported no matter what. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, the other the big news of the week. The flip oh, side. They mean the one that made everyone crap their pants. This one came out of nowhere, guys. I'll yeah. be honest. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for real. Sony and Marvel. Sony and Disney, specifically, uh, have 
had a breakup. Basically had a breakup. Yeah. yeah. The the contract that was holding Spider Man with both companies, uh, Marvel and and Sony, if you recall, uh, Marvel and Sony, a couple of years ago now, uh, entered in, entered into an agreement where Disney would be able to use Spider Man and Disney produce Marvel films, and Sony will be able to produce Spider Man films within the MCU. Yes. Uh, basically, what we know now is that deal consisted of uh, Disney being the creative producer uh, while only receiving 5% of the opening weekend box office mm-hmm. uh, as far as merchandising, which they own the rights to. Which but, is arguably probably more money anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Disney owns the merchandising rights but not but only gets 5% of the film revenue. Yeah, it's why there were no Fox X-Men film merchandise because they own the merchandising mm-hmm. rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ike Perlman is an asshole. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Uh, Disney had approached Sony to, uh, because I'm assuming because Spider-Man Far From Home is the highest grossing Sony film and it made a billion dollars, mm-hmm. a billion plus, I should say, uh, topping Jumanji, who recently held that record, I'm pretty sure. Welcome to the jungle. Um, they wanted to go for 50-50 split down the middle for everything. Um, Including like helping make the movie yep. and the revenue. So yep. everything 50-50. Yeah. Which Sony said no to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were willing to keep the current deal in place, and Disney said no to that. Yep. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it was it was like both of them trying to be tough, and then just everyone lost in the end because yeah. like nobody actually communicated or actually did anything. They're just like, oh yeah, well we want more. We're like, well we're not gonna do that. F you. And then that's just it. Like, wait, yeah. we're we're actually done. Yeah. Because you can tell like everyone involved. Like there was a my door closed upstairs. I got it's haunted <laughs> ghost. Uh. Like a day later, there was a video that Tom Holland and Kevin Feige put out. That's like, yo, man, uh, I Kevin Feige said, like, I never expected this to last forever anyway. So yeah. I'm happy that we got to have it as long as we can. Maybe don't set up your movie <laughs> in a way that makes him really essential to the MCU. Yeah, and I've got the quotes from Tom Holland yeah. and Kevin Feige. Okay, go uh, for it. Tom Holland, uh, the second thing he said about the thing, because he first said, I love you 3000. At the, uh, Broke everyone's hearts. The onward yep. screen, at the onward thing, because he's in that movie with Chris Pratt. Um, but at D23, he, he was asked, and he said, basically, we've made five great movies. It's been five amazing years. I've had the time of my life. Who knows what the future holds, but all I know is that I'm going to continue playing Spider-Man and having the time of my life. It's going to be so fun, however we choose to do it. The future for Spider-Man will be different, but it will be equally as awesome and amazing, and we'll find new ways to make it even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again... Um uh, Spider-Man has had a lot of really good movies before Disney was involved. It's Absolutely. had bad movies too. You know, every, yeah. every studio has a good and bad track record. Um, I would actually argue more bad than good. Let's see, one. One's good, two's good, three's bad. Bad, bad. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I would say Amazing Spider-Man's fair. I it's, would give it a pass if anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I like Amazing Spider-Man, but not as a Spider-Man movie. No, I, I like Amazing Spider-Man fine. I, I definitely like one and two a lot. I just look at, Spi- and then, of course, look at Spider-Verse. Got, and then you got the masterpiece that is into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. That's like um, masterpiece and level. And something we really didn't talk about when this happened, but it's actually making a lot more sense now for the future. Lord Miller were, were signed on for a, a multi-year million dollar deal to make and produce live action Spider-Man stuff and animated stuff. So I would not be surprised if they kind of become a new Kevin Feige for all the Spider-Man stuff, whether it's Tom Holland or TV stuff. Yeah, I remember how well that happened last time. Spider-Man, I mean, Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I like Lord Miller a lot. And yeah, they, they, they did Spider-Verse. And they, they're only working on television stuff right now. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing is, and a lot of people a lot of people are blaming Sony, a lot of people are blaming Disney. Both are in the wrong, yeah. I feel. One, uh, Tom Holland will continue to play Spider-Man because his contract is with Sony. And the dude likes Spider-Man a yeah. little lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, but he is not, he is not contracted for MCU films anymore. He is only contracted for so Sony can make a Spider-Man three, 
Yeah. Spider-Man Homeless, if you want. If you, want. Um, I, you know what? Do you think they changed the naming convention? Probably. I, I, yeah. What if they call it like Spectacular Spider-Man? Yeah, maybe. And this is like a fresh, like a fresh kind of start. But they can continue any plot line that they want. As far as spoilers far from home, mm-hmm. which if you're listening to this, probably you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, his his secret identity, his identity is out at the end of that film. They can continue that plot thread. I. They would be foolish not to. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. To they us. cannot continue the plot thread of the scrolls. Oh yeah. Or Happy Hogan, poor Happy. That's yeah. of all the things. Honestly, like I can, we I can get rid of that cosmic stuff for, for Spider Man, sure. Yeah. But like, man, losing Happy, as much as you do, like people don't like him being Iron Man Junior. Like Happy's an awesome character, and him yeah. and Aunt May together are so cute. I mean, I think the, for the scroll part, that that's fine because I don't think just, that was ever going to be continued. Yeah, that Spider-Man. was just that was just, just that's like Captain Marvel. That's for other MCU yeah, stuff down setup. the line. Yeah. Which it, it's a huge bummer. And I remember when I first heard the news, I was mad at at Sony. It's like, oh, Sony, how dare you? Everyone get... assumed it was Sony's yeah, fault. Yeah. Everyone did. I unfortunately am one of those people who assumed, and then I read into it more, and I'm like, oh god, this. Oh, is... how how greedy is Disney? Right. Yeah, because if you th- cause... Dis- Sony, like I said uh, to you guys at lunch, Sony is in a position of leverage now. Like before, when this deal happened, they weren't. They were floundering. They had nowhere to go. Then they made Venom. Now, then they made Venom. They made, then they made Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Like they've they are they are so well off right now yeah, that they, they can be like, we don't need you it's, anymore. It sucks because as a fan, I'm pissed at Sony, but as uh, on the business side, I'm proud of Sony for kind of like staying the ground. Because if you think, because I mean, yes, both companies are in the wrong, but. If I had to choose, I'm kind of leaning more towards the side on Sony. Because think about it. Disney slash Marvel, they're making... Wasn't Marvel. Or Disney is making billions of dollars. They have Endgame. They have Captain Marvel. They oh, have no, all ben, these other billion-dollar IPs. Ben, don't you remember? They were a billion dollars off of the $21 billion mark. Oh, boo, friggity who. <laughs> Cry <laughs> me a damn river. Yeah. But still, I mean, letting Sony have that for one character where they have everybody else now they have the fantastic four and x-men those are going to be billion dollar ips yeah. 20 bucks the get only down. the only reason why i disagree with that statement i've seen that statement a lot the only reason why i disagree with that is because spider-man should be owned by disney anyway it is a marvel character it is yeah, yeah. but unfortunately sony has a golden egg because back when marvel was bankrupt in the early thousands or the late 90s mm-hmm. late they 90s. did the late 90s they had to sell their biggest ips and unfortunately because of that here we are and, yeah. so, and Sony, the reason why we got The Amazing Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, is because Sony has to be in production of a Spider-Man movie at or a else certain the, point. Or else almost all licensing yeah. deals. That's why the Fantastic Four movies keep getting shit out. Yeah. That's why like that there was like an electric movie and a Daredevil movie and like two Ghost Rider movies. They're like, oh, we got to get this out no matter the quality. doesn't or matter. Else, or else we're going to lose the rights. No. Yeah. So like that's the only reason why I disagree with that. But However, I do agree with the fact that Look, there's a lot of there's a lot of gray area with these things. Obviously, there's legal rights. Uh, there's uh, 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 I think people are bringing in uh, what's it called the public domain rights now. Oh yeah, um, Spider-Man would have been the public domain this year. And a lot of interesting. A lot of those a lot of those characters would have been, but you know, Lucas and Disney have changed the have changed the laws so so much. That yeah. Whatever. I'm look. I'm very conflicted with that with, with things like that. Uh, so I'd only got to focus with what does this means for the for the future of Spider-Man in the MCU. Uh, what future? <laughs> I don't think talks are over. Yeah. No. I think I can't imagine, especially like Kevin Feige. Like Tom Holland's an actor. Like he doesn't have a lot. Of, he doesn't have actual leeway. Yeah. But I know Kevin Feige does. 
Yeah. So I'm sure he's doing everything in his power. Like, you guys, we did not just make Far From Home for this to happen. Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? And so Sony, so Sony released their statement, which is much of today's news about Spider-Man has mischaracterized recent discussions about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise. We are disappointed, but respect Disney's decision not to have him continue as a lead producer of our next live-action Spider-Man film. We hope this might change in the future, but understand that the many new responsibilities that Disney has given him, including all their newly added Marvel properties do not allow time for him to work on ip they do not own kevin is terrific and we are grateful for his help and guide and guidance and appreciate the path he has helped put us on which we will continue so it's it's a very bold of them to release that statement yeah because it's basically saying like hey this is not our fault it's disney's fault yeah <laughs> and i'm like yeah. wow that's, that's good for, good on you guys i really think talks will resume soon i i, th- I do too because man like especially now that like we are getting the full MCU. Yeah. Like, if we're never going to see, like, Spider-Man and Wolverine or Spider-Man and the Human Torch hang out, like, when it's so easily possible Spider-Man now. Spider-Man and his amazing friends yeah. are not possible right now. Oh. And it's like, we, Man, were, we, I will, we, we were, were so, so close. close. <laughs> we were literally, like, two <laughs> years away, guys. It's, from, ice, it's Iceman and who's the other girl? Flamebird? Songbird? Firestar. Firestar, Firestar thank you. Him. She was my favorite on that old TV Man. show. I loved but she her. Was a, she was a stand-in for the Human Torch because they wanted a girl on the team. Yeah. I didn't care. I loved her. I mean, I love Spider-Man, I so love close. Iceman, but I loved her when I was watching that show but as a kid. But both of them are mutants. We're so close. Yeah. There's an episode where they hung out with the X-Men. It was great. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I I bet deals are done for, na- for now, but I definitely think, like, they, they're going to try to get him back no matter what. Well, also, what Sparks said, public outcry is also a negotiation tactic. Absolutely. So, who, know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, now, I've seen the memes. Like, when the news first broke, the memes were all attacking Sony. And now the memes are like, hold up. It's Disney. It, it's, it's not just Sony. It's also Disney. And it's that scene from Rick and Morty where it's like, Jesus Christ, cease fire. Um, yeah. I, I, said, I said this to you guys at lunch also, but like, you know, you got to wonder because Kevin Feige obviously has a really good working relationship with Disney. But just like every now and then, the, Disney will make a franchise altering decision for him. Yeah. And he's got to deal with it. It's like, it's like, hey, okay, we got, we got Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. We got, we got crews ready to go. Hey, Kev, uh, we fired James Gunn. Good luck. What? Yeah, all so right. Guardian 3 is canceled and, and all that cosmic stuff is on hold. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, yeah. So, okay, we got Spider-Man. We got, we got Spider-Man coming. We just set up. Oh, uh, hey, we got, no, we got James back. You could do all that stuff again. But Spider-Man's now Spider-Man's gone. Spider-Man's gone. Oh, but, man. Uh, <laughs> that poor guy. So I really, so I really think the talks will resume. Yeah. I still think of that interview with um, uh, Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige where Amy's like, yeah, you know, they kind of all live in the same universe. And Kevin Feige just goes wide eyes and starts staring. <laughs> and, he's just, and it's like the Arrested Development theme starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, this is my nightmare. Uh, <laughs> So I don't want I'm I don't want any more of that. But uh no. man, I Well Amy's not at uh Amy Pascal's not head of Sony anymore, is she? No, but she's the head of the Spider Man films. She she's like yeah, she she's the Feige for Spider Man. Alright. Yeah. And to be fair, she has been involved in every Spider Man movie. She has. So like she has been there for the good stuff and she's the bad. An idiot and an evil woman, I just want to say. There are some things about her that are that are out there that I'm not. That I'm are sure, not great. Yeah, I'm sure. I still think she she did make good Spider Man movies. She did yeah. help. So make- did so did Avi Arad, but he is also an asshole. No, no, yeah, I agree with that one. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. both but both of them made into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that's which, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but remember, Amy Pascal is also responsible for the Sony leaks, and what, look what happened there. Yeah, Spider Man happened there. Yeah, we didn't get our Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover. That's true, we didn't. It's that's so a sad. crime in and of itself. I would yeah. have much preferred that over international. So the other news that broke the internet that same day was that Matrix Four is happening. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
This is great. This so is crazy. A fourth Matrix film has been kind of talked about a little bit off and on. It was so Zach Stance was working on a script and and he's talked about it on Twitter before and it was going to be young Morpheus stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Michael B. Jordan was like rumored. We don't know if that's true, but it was in ta- It was tr- happening, and then this completely different story came out. Yeah. What Brandon? What is, whatever it is. So Matrix Four is happening. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are returning to the roles. That's weird because one of those persons is dead. Yeah. Two of them arguably. Arguably. Yeah, I, well, yeah. Morpheus isn't dead. Oh no, not Morpheus. We don't know if Neo. Shit. coming back. It was Neo. It was Neo. It's, I, left, it, it's, a, it's left ambiguous if Neo. Is yeah, he's like left. tied to the machine comp- well, complex. Well, yeah. You know, the thing was that he was like being carried around. I'm pretty sure he he's still. You know alive. what, guys? If you guys don't understand Matrix Two and Three, watch Patrick Williams' video. is very informative. Yeah, dude, that's great. You're <laughs> yeah, right. It's really good. Uh, but I'm still willing to bet Neo is alive. Yeah. If well, he's, uh, <laughs> he's in this movie. <laughs> no, I, I. Nah, never mind. At any rate, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Lana Wachowski is returning. Lana, uh, but the not, not the other Wachowski, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the original crew is coming back too. Original That's writers, sound designs. Jesus, uh, I wonder if the if the John Wick guys, because they were the stunt people for the Matrix. That's how they met Keanu and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Oh Ooh. man, if they're involved. Oh boy. Who is uh, who is the like the writers, the concept designers? Like a lot of those people are all coming back to mm-hmm. do this. So very interesting. I, I am. am I'm I'm ready for some more Matrix. Only if it's good, because <laughs> we have more bad than good. Especially if you know. Uh, well, actually, if you know like what those sequels are about, a sequel to the to those doesn't make a lot of sense because uh, of how really closed ended the, the that third film yeah, is. Yeah, Ryan, I would say we have half that's good because you have the Matrix and then the Animatrix. Oh, you're right. I forget. And about then the two and, and then two and three. You're right. Because okay. Animatrix that's is cool. bomb as hell. You're right. It is good. And uh, remember, Enter the Matrix. Which the video game the, video and the game. Path of Neo. There's two those two games. Path of Neo is real good, but I was talking about specifically Enter the Matrix. I because had you, Enter the Matrix, and I really liked that game. You needed to you needed to play that game in order to understand half of Matrix Reloaded. Funny thing is, I did. My brother and I we blazed through both. Uh, Blaze it. Uh, J.M. Pink and Smith and uh, Ghosts part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we beat that whole game. And then when we saw the second Matrix movie, we understood it. My dad was like, "Hey, what was going on?" And we had to explain to Here's our dad the side mission they were the on. Matrix yeah, game, movie, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, that was an experiment." It's a cool experiment. Yeah. It was. They shot like forty minutes of footage for that game. Yeah, like, it was all like that's really cool. Li- when we got to live action cutscenes in the ma- in Enter the Matrix, when we unlocked those, oh, we, my brother and I were like, "Oh my god, this is great!" This is like. This is honestly like early the early days of like the Disney Plus like streaming stuff being tied to the movies. Yeah. Like this yeah. piece of medium is directly connected that you should watch. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, so that'd be interesting to see where they go with the sequel. For real, especially because it's not like a prequel. It is straight up like, no, we're doing it with those characters. I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah, all especially because right. The Matrix wasn't rebooted at the end of that third film, which means it continues on as is. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, what's also interesting is that Star Wars is canceled. All of it. It's all gone. Damn. Oh, no. Guess we'll we got to cancel our, uh, our downright nerdy fa- fi- fight. No, no, that's still going. Oh, that's still going. Cool. We're just not going to be talking about Star Wars. Star Wars. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, just the Star Wars Marvel comic. The main comic that's been going since 2015, uh, they are finally ending it at issue 75. That's a lot of issues. Yep. That's, that's perfectly happy. Yeah, that's that's a good that's yeah. a good run. I, a lot of comics don't get that many issues anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you know what? I will be happy to get all those in trades because I, I remember reading and enjoying the Star Wars mainline books. Like a lot, and hearing it's gone to seventy five. That's I mean, it's a lot of trades, but that's still that's really good. I I'm stopped reading uh, Star Wars at twenty five. Yeah, um, that's when the next writer took over. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's really interesting. Uh, I didn't think they'd ever do it. Honestly. I think they're going to relaunch it as a as, as a new Star Wars book that's not so directly tied uh, to that timeline. 
I, I think there's going to be a new force, a new book that's maybe in the future. Yeah, so I definitely think there's going to be another book. It's you can't just have us not have yeah. a Star Wars book. They're going to publish another Star Wars book. Uh, I think it's likely they'll probably jump to after Empire and before Return. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting to see. Oh, so is the last issue going into Empire Strikes Back? I think it's close, but probably. it's not quite there. Because that because the thing I, reason why I was reading these books is it, take, it takes place between New Hope and uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. It's I don't think it's filling in the whole gap. Okay, but it so is there's close. still a bunch of gap in there. I think they want to leave room. Okay, mm-hmm. you know that's that's what George Lucas always did. He wanted to leave room for more story. So I think that's the same thing. Uh, so can, yeah, so that's interesting. I can live with that. One uh, Star Wars things goes, a hundred thousand more end up in its yeah. place. Yeah. Um, or the other thing is, you know, possibly another comic set after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of unexplored space. Uh, and now we'll know a lot, and we'll know a lot of that story. <laughs> Literally, that is a lot of unexplored space. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> Punisher is also getting a new title, two new titles actually. Oh boy! Uh, by Garth Ennis. Um, Garth Ennis tweeted, "I have two Punisher miniseries coming up: Soviet, drawn by uh, Jason Burroughs. Jason Burroughs. He did uh, Moon Knight recently. He's great. And apparent, and apparently coming out in November." Uh, and Get Fury with art by Goran Farlov. Hell yeah. Uh, presumably appearing next year. Supposedly, and I didn't find this everywhere, but I found this in a couple places, uh, Soviet is set within the main continuity of 616, and Get Fury is set within the Max series, mm, okay. which was its own continuity. That's awesome. Uh, uh, I love anything he does with Nick Fury, because like, his Punisher is obviously good, and uh, he recently did... Um, Punisher the Platoon with Goran Palov at the the artist for the second one. Yeah. Um and that had like Vietnam Nick Fury and that's really cool. So uh, I'm glad that he's back right in Punisher cuz that's one of the best things he's good at. Yeah, he's the, good at Punisher. The Max Punisher series was always well regarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and this is another Matthew Rosenberg joint. I hope he, I don't know if Oh no, Punisher his Punisher is ending because he released a new cover. Uh, so his Punisher runs ending. So that's another thing that he took over like the X-Men. <laughs> that is just it's over. I'm like poor Matt. <laughs> poor Matt. Uh, Brandon Rath is leaving Legends tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sparks is the only one cut up, but um, yeah. he he he's like the one of the main guys on that show he's for been years. Beginning, apparently, this isn't his choice. Also, yes, I also saw that. Yeah, so uh, they're killing him off or they're writing him off because uh, they don't they don't like him anymore. They or said they said nothing but nice things. Even he said like he was sad to go. Uh, Courtney Ford is going with him. I guess she's a new addition mm-hmm. uh, who plays uh, Damian Dark's daughter. Ah, so she's also leaving. Damian daughter Dark. That's uh, a shame. I think it's like Dora Dark or something. D- Dora? I don't think it's Dora. Can you spell Annihilation? <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll grow out of it. Um, underwater. The trailer Heck for yeah. Underwater. This, this trailer looks awesome. This I is, wish the, the name was better. Me too. Yeah. This is um, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I love Case too. Yeah. Um, TJ Miller is also in it. Yeah. I thought we he's were probably done gonna, with, He's probably going to die in the movies. I thought we were done with him. <laughs> Guess not. Uh, I wonder if this was shot like two years ago. <laughs> Uh, like underwater, like sea lab type of thing. Yeah, um, the, guys, the wake. Scott Snyder. The wake. Uh, yeah, Scott Snyder's the wake. Very much like Scott Snyder's the wake. Uh, Evil mermaids. Which got me really excited. I did you get a good good look at the monsters no. or because I got I, it's definitely I, not mermaids. Yeah, I thought it was when I first saw this. I saw it, the trailer was before Ray or not, and oh, you saw I, the big screen. Yeah, I thought it was before. Um, I not before, but I thought it was more Cthulhu. Yeah, because I 
my that said like we dove to that we drilled to the bottom of the ocean and we something awoke. I'm like, oh, is this Cthulhu stuff? I I, like Cthulhu I see monsters? that, but I think I think uh, it's not it's not going to be as like psychological as a just straight horror movie. Yeah, like, like Alien. Like I think yeah. they just woke an ancient sea beast. Yeah, maybe. Which I like that premise a lot. Yeah, I have I got nothing. I got no problem with yeah, the sea beast. It looks uh, it has some really great shots in it. Like it looks like an artsy horror movie. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely stoked. And mm-hmm. anything with Case do I'm in. Absolutely. And then Antlers, which Del Toro's new produced. Horror movie, yeah, man. That one is now. Spooky that shit. one looks freaky. Uh, is this who's this? Carrie Russell? Is uh, that who it is? Shoot, I, I didn't get it. Yes, Carrie yes. Russell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Anything Del Toro produces, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Just the whole st- the whole trailer with the boy talking about the big bear. Looks very and, spooky. And the bear of the bear story. I'm just like, ooh, this is. I don't know. It's spooky. This, this, spooky. this is spooky yeah. shit. Um. Uh. I wait. Uh. I want to see a second trailer. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I didn't give you a lot of like actual information, just a lot of visual stuff. Yeah. Um, but it looks a look visually it looks super dope. Yeah. So evil horns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, before we get into D twenty three, there was another major convention that happened this week. Yes. Gamescom. So Gamescom, you guys, it is a uh, yearly event. It's it's much like an E three, uh, but it's in Cologne, Germany. And uh, how many halls at the San Diego Convention Center? Do you know? Oh, you E3 mean three is held at the LA Convention Center. Sorry, the LA Convention Center. Sorry, what a San Diego Comic Con. Oh, no, I mean um, big cons. How many halls do you think that has? Oh, that's uh, A through G. I Jeez, think. No, A through H, actually. Okay. It's so. big. Okay, so it's big. Uh, Gamescom, it's like twice that size. It has like 10 halls. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it's like it's 500,000 people. Uh, it's like the wow. biggest gaming event of the year. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, specifically, I just want to talk about Avengers. Uh, they showed off a 20-minute demo of the Avengers uh, that was leaked. Uh, I'm still not sold on that game. It everything they said, uh, it looks and lo- it looks just like Destiny, and not in the ways I want it to be. Uh, so it is. It is a single player campaign where you play as each character going through its own stuff. Uh, that is not multiplayer. And then there is multiplayer focused stuff. And they said that the map looked just like Destiny, where you choose different places on a map. I don't like that. And I don't like it at all. And the gameplay, uh, like Thor plays like God of War, Iron Man's like a like a, a, a flying shooter, Black Widow's like an Uncharted jumping lady, Hulk just smashes things. It's like it's archetypes. Yeah. Um, and it's just not doing it for me, and I need to see mm. more. I'm really bummed out. Uh, next would be Death Stranding. Uh, you can pee in that game, and if you pee. <laughs> Uh, you can create mushrooms that will heal you because because there's a there's a time fall yeah. and if you pee it fertilizes the ground and you make mushrooms. Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> there was a trailer with Guillermo del Toro where he's dead man and he talks about the baby bridges. How the baby bridges are born inside these people called still mothers and still mothers are connected to a, an opposite universe and their babies are the connection. So they pull the baby from the womb, put this mother in a coma, and then that baby that you see that you wear is the bridge between multiple dimensions. It's freaking nuts. Death you guys. Stranding. Death Stranding coming out soon. Um, there's one game that I saw that's a new game called Disintegration. It is a first-person shooter, real-time strategy game like Brutal Legend. Do you guys know the game Brutal Legend with, with Jack Black? Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. So um, you are above in a hover cart doing first-person shooter stuff, commanding troops on the ground doing stuff. It looks super cool and very, very unique. Uh, and that's all. There's a lot of other game stuff that came out. That wasn't all, because I wanted to touch on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Okay, good. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Had a new trailer. There are cars in this game, baby. Yeah, there are. You I'm can super do, stoked. You can do the level where you play it, where you can get a license. It is a big open-world RPG, and I was very scared at first, but the more and more they show, the more um, it looks really cool. It looks like we're going up to at least the Cell Saga. Yes, and there's going to be... Um, Additional stuff that Akira, Akira Toriyama has put in himself about mm-hmm. characters and stuff. Uh, this new trailer got me really excited because it was about the relationship between Goku and Gohan. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to yeah. that. Uh, there's the introduction of, of, of a lost Ginyu Force member. 
which I'm super excited about because yeah. I love those silly goofs. Um, yeah, it's looking up to be really cool. Yeah, really, really excited. Really yeah, excited. Yeah. All right, so we get into our main topic, which is more news. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Wow, that was quick. Let's or, just do it. We pretty much blew through that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right, so the morning topic, which is just more news, which is D23. All right, guys. We hated, we hated Disney, and now we love Disney. This is my Disney-loving face. <laughs> Avengers Campus was announced first day. Hell yeah. Right away. Uh, there, I think there's more news this week, but basically the, ju- the gist is uh, that is what the Avengers land will be in California Adventure uh, and other Disneyland locations across Perry. the world. So that's what they're calling officially Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus. Okay yes. with that. Uh, and they will, um, basically, they'll connect with the other rides. So they'll have each different, a different unique that will connect to each other. Uh, like, the, like the Avengers have built different campuses across the world uh, in universe or something like that. I don't think this is in universe, but it's like doing its best to yeah, yeah. make it make sense. Uh, there is a Spider-Man ride in this one, uh, which will have Tom Holland. Ooh. So you know, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that deal's definitely going through. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, theme park rides are different. Yeah. Um, I th- so we got some we got some concept art, some pictures of what 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 it's gonna look like. I think it looks really exciting. I'm super stoked. Yeah, like interactive, like like a big place. You just go and do do superhero stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm thinking like Batu, but with Avengers. Yeah, I just wanna I just wanna meet. I I just wanna see a giant sweaty dude walking around in Iron Man suit. Hey guys, I'm Tony Stark. Holy shit, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like Chewbacca. Uh, no, I so yeah. I think a while ago I saw some like the floor the the land plans online somewhere Main plans yeah like where it's like hey this is where the spider-man attraction is gonna go this is where the doctor strange live show is gonna be this is where oh appara- that's gonna be fun apparently there's gonna be a brewery there it's the oh Ant- yeah I saw yeah that. it's the ant-man are you ready for this Ma- brandon oh yeah micro yeah, cool. ant-man's micro brewery yeah i saw that but i'm tis i love it and i'm i mean i'm excited for it because it's like hey because california adventure is known for having mo- more of the alcohol it's like so a brewery a comic book store a really cool ride and the thing then- is you need to buy 400 beers to get anything to get any time oh, drunk. They're, no. too, they're too small. <laughs> well, they'd be smaller than that, wouldn't they? They'd, they'd be micro-sized. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. They're only like, half, a, half a cent. Because this, oh, no. this is Ant-Man, so a drink with Ant-Man would be like... Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's way too much. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually... me. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, but I'm excited for uh, Avengers Campus. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, opens, I think they're looking for an early 2020. That makes sense. Yeah. Early 2020? That's what they said. All right. Unless and I'm wrong, in which case they didn't say that. No, I'm I'm saying that. That was quick. We're very yeah. prepared this week. Well, of, well, of course, um, they're, they've been building it for a we're while. Building so. for a while. So, yeah. Also, early can be like up to like the first four months, really. Yeah, exactly. yeah they could probably have it uh, up in like March or April. And yeah. like, it's still early 2020. But let's start w- now with Disney Plus. Plus, plus, plus. Oh, boy. The Disney Plus panel went for a long time. A lot of cool stuff. I think this was their highlight. This uh, is the I highlight agree. of the show. Yeah. Um, they already canceled Book of Enchantment. Which uh, was interesting because this might be the quickest I've ever seen a uh, TV show canceled. Wow. Before it's even started filming. It must be bad. <laughs> Apparently it was too dark for them and they wanted to go a different direction. What was Book of Enchantment about again? This was about the villains. Oh. This was a show about the villains. Okay. Wow. A show about villains that's too dark? Crazy. That's. Yeah. Mm, I'd watch that show. And I, I guess would. they tried to make it like lighter, but it didn't work. I wonder so if they're just, just going to like drop it on Hulu or something. Because if they have a show. That's done. They, they pull yeah, the plug on done. the show. No, no, no. I mean like. Oh, they pulled the plug. They pulled the plug on the show. Got it. Like, like mid-production. It got swamp thing. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Except they weren't well, they, able to produce anything. Yeah. Well, they didn't start filming at all. It was still the pre-production they phase, right? They were writing. Right? They were writing the show, and they were like, canceled. Yeah. That sucks. Um, all right. So other than that, a couple of new shows were announced. Um, for example, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, man. I 
did not realize how much I, I wanted a Lizzie McGuire show. I just want Hillary Duff to succeed. Yeah, after well, you she kind of has. New movie, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. I'm okay. Which is about Marilyn Manson haunting Sharon Tate. It's really bad. <laughs> Watch the trailer; it's great. Well, <laughs> I would I would say she kind of has succeeded. I mean, yeah, I'm she's not much in the limelight anymore, but she has her son. She's living her life, and I just meant like big movie star. Oh, okay. Going back to doing Lizzie McGuire, I never watched Lizzie McGuire as a kid. I did. Uh, yeah, I, did I loved that show. I loved it so much. She was my uh, uh, schoolmate's babysitter back when she just got the show. Really? Yeah, before she got super famous. Um, but she Hillary Duff, returning. really? Yeah, when I lived, when I before I moved back to Texas, when I lived in California. But this is not a reboot or a remake. This is Hillary Duff returning. This is Old Man Lizzie. <laughs> old Man Lizzie. Hell old, yeah! I remember watching. There's like a clip of it where she was in New York. She's she has her job. She's with this really great guy. Is this the new show or the this old is the show? new show? Because the new show hasn't started filming. I know, but this is what the show is going to be about. Where'd you see this? It was on. It was on like Facebook. It was a clip from her press conference. Like a fan had her his his or her phone out, and they were oh, like, "What the show is going to be?" Yeah, yeah uh, this is what the show is. It was what the show is about. Yeah, it's like. She, Pretty much, it's like she lives in New York, New York now. She ha- she's with this one guy. It's not Gordo, damn it. And she's studying to be an uh, interior designer or something like that. Cool. Is that relevant to the original show that I just said I didn't watch? Um, Gordo is not in it, but I bet he will show up. I hope he does. Mm-hmm. Gordo's her BFF. Gordo was her BFF turned boyfriend at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Remember when Raven Simone was getting a new show, a sequel she, to her show? That's she did. Raven. Raven's Home. It's up. It's up? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, yeah. On, it's on Disney Channel right now. All right, moving on. Corey's house. <laughs> Corey in the Corey house. Sounds. Corey in the house. Uh, all right, and the Muppets show uh, got some new information Yay! on the Muppet on what's what is now called Muppets Now. Um, oh, there will be more Muppet content, but I guess this show will be an unscripted short form series, and that's all we know right now. I'm actually okay. unscripted. Yes, yeah, I like the too. the little memo that Kermit wrote, and then the lawyer redacted a bunch of things. It's like it's because I say so. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I just, I just Muppets are, are a national treasure, America's treasure. Just keep them yeah, going. You know I, would, what? I would have more faith if I believed that Disney knows how to handle the Muppets, but they have proven lately that they do not. Did they? Were they? Was Disney involved with that Office style show? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They produced it. Okay. I watched it. At one point, it started getting really good. I loved it, and then when I found out it was canceled, I was like, no. But I, I want the, the second back. season was a correction, but it was, I wouldn't say it was great. I I I only watched the first couple episodes and I just yeah, I, I liked it but I not just, enough. I just watched it because I wanted to support the Muppets. I did same, but it was too much. That's all I <laughs> yeah, care I, about. I, I believe Muppets I, was back on TV. I'm watching the Muppets. I uh, I believe I'm with Frank Oz when you know I don't think Disney has shown that they know how what they're doing with the Muppets. Right. Yeah, so I would agree with that. Be interested hey, to see where this goes. They know what to do with Yoda though. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hi, old Kermitty Frog here. And mm. speaking of Yoda. Star Wars news. Oh, oh the Mandalorian Lord. released a trailer. Farts, you guys. guys. Holy farts. This Brandon, you were one hundred percent right. You're like, if they would have told me this was a movie, I'd believe it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like this is the first time where like a TV show looks like Game of Thrones looks really good. Yeah, but like man, like this this if you put this in front of what's this, upon a time in Hollywood, I believe it. Yeah. This looks phenomenal. This looks awesome. The ship effects. Yeah, yeah. You see the a Twilight giving you a little wink. And, I love and it. Uh, uh, what's this? Um, oh yeah. Um, the IG-11, which is t- yes. Taika Waititi's character. Uh-huh. Uh, what a I, cool robot. That's, that's what cued me, and I was like, shit, this is a TV show. Yeah. And that thing is stop mo- That thing is like completely uh, photorealistic. No, mm-hmm. I just love the imagery of the, the first shots of the trailer with the stormtrooper helmets and sand, and then yeah. the helmets are on the spikes. Spiked helmets, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and seeing... Uh, uh, that one guy, the actor whose name I can't pronounce, but Warner he's Carl Weathers. No, no, the the one from Breaking Bad. 
Oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Thank with this, you. With his Hitler mustache. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. he's there, and he looks like a freaking... Oh. This feels like a straight-up Western. Like, there's Mexican yes. standoffs. Yes. And like, oh, dude. It and looks, we still looks, don't hear the, the Mandalorian talking. I don't care. I don't, I'm fine with him not yeah. talking right now. Yeah. I'm okay Although with that. Although they did catch Pedro Pascal, which means we'll probably see him without his helmet. Yeah, he's too handsome to keep yeah. that face off. He's a Mandalorian, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this, this show looks incredible. I never thought the show would look this good. Yeah, this honestly, like wh- back when this was very first announced, like this was the one that I wanted the most. Like it's 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 the Wild West. It's after the Empire has been defeated, yeah. but like they're still trying to keep power. But like, why or how? The war's over. Yeah, so like, they're and, still trying to in the outer rim. They're still trying to get some. Uh, yeah, hold take some strongholds and maybe rebuild again. I was like, no, 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 buddy. Republic's gonna come after I mean, you. The, the Republic doesn't come after them, and they do rebuild. Oh, that's right. Yeah, first order. Duh. Yeah, where do you think the first order came from? I'd fuck, fudge off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, like, Werner Herzog showing up in this is super funny and weird because that dude's, like, an extremely artistic director and then sometimes shows up in weird action movies sometimes because yeah. he loves to act. Well, Max von Sydow was in yeah, Star Wars exactly. Force Awakens. Uh, oh, man, there's this, t- this tweet that was like, yeah, uh, Max von Sydow got a call from Werner Her- Herzog saying if, she'd be in, he sh- if he should be in Star Wars and he's like, we all die someday. <laughs> so you should do the things you don't want to do anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a, it was a fake tweet, but I'm like, that's pretty funny. Seeing uh, these like super artsy farty guys showing up in Star Wars, I love it. Yeah, Taika Waititi, uh, we get the close look at Taika Waititi's character. We get mm-hmm. uh, Pedro Pascal killing a guy with a door. Awesome. Oh, so so cool, dude. So don't good. build doors like that, first of all. That's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, the show looks great. I'm very excited for the show. And, and all Disney Plus shows will be airing weekly. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh, so it's not they're not going to drop it? Not All binge, weekly, binge. baby. All week, okay, so. Perfect for fake nerds watch, baby. Well, I, I thought I was going to be able to binge The Mandalorian when it first came out because the reason why I was going to buy Disney Plus on launch day, the day it drops was so I could binge watch Mandalorian. I'm yeah. still doing that because all, all the other content that's going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many movies are going to be on that show? They announced that every single one of their animated films, regardless of if they are in the vault or not, will be on that's Disney confirmed? Plus. Screw the vault. Yeah. I'm not buying. Okay. Also, what is it? Seven dollars a month? Yeah. yeah. Why, who's not buying this? Come on. I'm buying it, and I have Hulu, and I'm it's probably cheaper just, than a, than a meal. No. Once it comes up, once it my, the, okay, once the option to upgrade comes up on my Hulu thing, I'm probably just gonna say, do it. Just yeah. click it. Boom. It. There it is. Do it. Uh, they also had a little bit about Cassie and Andor's TV series. Um, not a whole lot. They weren't quite ready to announce oh, what it's called. Oh, I forget. Ming Na Wei from Agents of Shield. Ming when is in the Mandalorian? She's in the Mandalorian. That was just gets announced. And I'm she like, is now. She's so a cool. Disney princess. She's in Star yes. Wars, and now she's Marvel. Do you think she'll be in Mulan? Oh, she is Mulan. No, I know. No. Do you think she'll be in Mulan though? Maybe as a cameo. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to see mm. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. The Cassian Andor TV series, where was I? Um, yeah, Rogue One, man. Bit, they talked a little bit about it. Uh, first and foremost, confirming that K2SO will be a part of the show. And Alan Tudyk showed up on stage. Yep. Yeah, and let me tell you, I am way more interested in that now after watching The Mandalorian. Same. Yeah. I, then this yeah. is the one that I didn't care about, but like, if it's half as good as the quality of The Mandalorian, I'm like, oh my God, hell yeah, <laughs> Cassian all day. The but, second, the second but I, I heard. Think about, like, they, can, they can do K2SO well yeah. and make it look it's like he does in Rogue One. Because got money, baby. Man, oh. if all these Disney Plus shows have this have the kind of budget that Mandalorian is showing, Jesus. All these shows. Mandalorian was the showstopper. I mean, we're probably going to talk about it later, later on, Lee and the Tramp. It's not the showstopper. I will say what the showstopper was in oh. the moment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but for me, it was like, if they're putting this much money into a Star Wars television show that is streaming on a service that's only $6.99 a month, so cheap. they know 
that's like, oh, we know we're going to get money for this. So we're going to put everything we have to make this the best damn thing we can put out. And I am so effing excited for The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am so, so stoked. And I am also I'm also really excited for Cassian Andor, the TV series. They weren't ready to say what the name is. Uh, for various reasons, but they did put up a, a timeline, which I thought was cool of the, of the whole franchise. I like that. I was I, I like a good timeline. So do I. Um, Marvel, where you at? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can't get their own timeline right first. They got to get it right. Um, the showstopper, as Ben alluded to, was in fact Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and let me tell you, this was so cool watching uh, watching him come out and being like Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen. Am- Will you ask me in front of all these people if I'm going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Yes. Uh, he has like a pause and looks at the audience. Yes. yes. And yep. like, this is all I ever wanted. Yeah. I, I when Disney This has Star been the Wars, holdout for, yeah. for all Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Every single, like we talked about last week, every single Star Wars fan, whether or not you like, love, hate, whatever, any aspect of Star Wars, this is the one we all wanted. This is the this is the one to unite the, the family, and that timeline confirms it's about like fifteen years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, it's perfect, exactly where it should be. Beautiful. Uh, just Kenobi being back, or Ewan McGregor it's being before, back. It's also before Rebels, yep. which makes sense. Also, mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Oh, is does Maul die in Rebels? Yes. Yes. So there's a chance. There's a chance. However, in Rebels, Maul Maul is searching for Obi Wan. Okay. So there's room to play with that. You just can't have Maul on Tatooine. Okay. Because he doesn't know he's there. There's no freaking way they don't put him in that show somehow, right? I, I think there's like, a, there's a just fan service. I think it is entirely likely that a lot of the threads from Solo will end up in Obi Wan. Oh shit! Yeah, is that the? Oh yeah, that would line up. That lines I up. I think so. That lines I, up. I think so. Yeah, because Solo takes place before A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah this but, lines up. But if, but does Obi Wan take place during Solo or after Solo? The they time. did. They did release. I mean, the fifteen timeline. years isn't that that long. Yeah. So like, it could be roughly around the same time. Yeah. So either either way, um, that'd be awesome. I didn't even consider the the, the solo stuff. Yeah, and it, I think you know, um, Darth Maul is part of that. Yeah. But I, I would love to see what they were what they were talking about for that movie uh, play a part in it. So yeah. Maybe seeing Darth Vader again. <laughs> and that seeing that final stand on of like, I tried one more time to bring you back. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be really cool. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, um, Solo and Kenobi intertwine. Oh, okay, so it'd yeah. be a little difficult to, to carry on threads, but you could still have something. No, like um, Solo could show up on Tatooine, and um, Kenobi could be a part of it. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Solo would end up. I'm talking about like uh, Crimson Dawn. Oh, okay, okay. You could still do something there, but since it's not after, you couldn't really have Kira. Because right, yeah, I'm Crimson looking. At, I'm works. looking at the timeline, and the Solo thing kind of branches because it takes. I like. See, do you see where I'm talking about? So yeah, so it, so 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 solo in the time period of solos like jump in time, um, you know when it goes from like the the present to the the current yeah. a- age, that's where Obi Wan takes place. Okay, so it's a little before. I c- you can still play with that. They can mess with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, still opportunities there. So is the age of resistance and the age of rebellion aren't those the same thing? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, isn't that the same thing, you guys? Come Shh. on. You can't think of a different word. Come on. They had I don't know what the, you're talking they about. They had to keep the R's. No, they didn't. Yeah. Republic, rebellion. No, that's not why they did it. Uh. <laughs> I realized. You almost got me there. But that is not why they did it. Yeah. Um, especially because Republic is such a different word. Star Wars. All right. So that's all the Star Wars news. Yep. Is it? Till later. Oh. oh. Um. Some trailers for Disney Plus dropped, which was Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. Which I was actually surprised. I was too. Uh, I don't 
there are some parts where you put the human eyes on the dogs yeah. and it looks bad. But otherwise, that looks really cute. But they are real dogs, which is really cool. They yeah. are real dogs. They are real dogs. They're well, real rescue animals. And apparently, uh, one of the, I didn't see who, but somebody adopted those dogs, like from from the cast. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's good. That's really cute. Homes. Um, what was it? I was gonna say? I, Lady of the Tram is one of those movies that it's that one scene that I care about. The rest of the movie, I've I've seen the movie, but I don't. It's an iconic scene. Yeah, but every, I only know that scene. Everything else about the movie, I don't care. Or, I think, okay. It's not yeah. that I don't care, it's that I don't remember. I think this will be more along the lines of a Peach Dragon. Or like a Jungle is, Book? Which, or a Jungle Book, which will which is taking kind of the core idea, maybe some of the thematic, maybe some of the, like, the scenes, mm-hmm. but trying something different. Okay. Uh, dogs are definitely that. more expressive, so I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't hating watching these dogs talk as but much. But they also took liberties with the dogs, yes. yeah. Uh, than they did with the, they took more liberties with real dogs than they did with fake lions. Yeah, Jesus, you're <laughs> right. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> <weird>. so funny. <laughs> but I do want to see this movie. Like, I mean, it looks it's a it's a high budget like fully yeah. featured like movie. Like seeing yeah. lady, this should as, be on big screen. Yeah, yeah, like seeing lady as that cute little puppy. It's like oh, yeah, they're adorable. Are cute dogs. Yeah, they are. And even Tramp when he shows up, he starts talking. Lady's like, hey, I have no leashes. This is great. I was like. Man, I just want to go find a dog and hug it. Luna, come here. I want to hug you. But man, Sparks <laughs> was right. They homeward bounded the shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, oh wow, wow. I love That's it. That's another wholesome show that I can't wait to watch. I just want Jeff Goldblum did narrating hear, everything. Did you hear his uh, comments about Spider-Man? Uh, I'm not a businessman. They, they did. They did. They did uh, uh, what? They no, say say it in so uh, 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 Spider Man. You know, I'm not I'm not a businessman, but uh, uh, like I was like like you guys can make it work, right? It's just do you care? <laughs> no, he's just like this is the first I'm hearing about it. This is unbelievable. You're uh, in this franchise. He's so funny. No, I still want a Benicio del Toro crossover with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, uh, ooh, the collector in the Grand Land. What the if, Grand baby? Master? Just yeah. wait for the what if. I don't want it animated. I don't want. To see I them. know. I do too. We could still probably get that. Throw in a throw in a Keanu Reeves at the game as the uh, as the gardener or someone or the architect. Oh my god, someone? the gardener! That'd be great. Oh, Lord, be awesome. I'm into it. Yeah, so this looks awesome. Looks really good. Yeah, World According Jeff Goldblum looks great. Lady in the Tramp looks six, really good. Six episodes, I believe, is World According to. Okay. So Jeff Goldblum, uh, he's gonna basically uh, uh, he's it's like gonna, a travelogue. He's gonna do a travelogue of kind of like things that confound him, which is apparently everything. Yeah, <laughs> which looks fun. He's a very confused man. No, just watching the trailer, it looks like he's having a blast. He's gonna give people tattoos. Yeah. Oh wow. I, is it supposed to make the noise all the time? <laughs> yeah, just just him holding a tattoo needle is like, is this supposed to vibrate like this? Okay, here we go. It's like, what brave soul? Allows Jeff Goldblum to draw something. If on it's him. somewhere that like no one could see, including me, <laughs> now then maybe. I like, do it. like on my butt. I don't know where I would like my butt. I mean, I'll let Jeff Goldblum tattoo my butt. Part of me is like, oh, Jeff Goldblum's gonna tattoo me. That's great. I don't. And then part of me is like, are you sure? How can he, he messes draw? up and he's like, oh, that's a, that's a part of life, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and then we got some Marvel news. Oh yeah. Oh my um, sh- guys, my shill brain's going crazy right now. <laughs> What If it was announced to have 23 episodes, which are going to be about all 23 films. So what if scenarios for all 23 Marvel films? Mm-hmm. I love it. That would include the two Spider-Man films. Yep. Yeah. And I, and we, we theorize because it's a television show technically and it's animated. Yeah. It's not film. It's not film rights. So they, they can do this. Now they said most of the cast are returning. Uh, we, it doesn't look like the entire MCU cast is returning, but a good portion of them She's like 90% of them, I feel yeah, like. But a good portion of them are to where I think you can make some accurate what if uh, without having to recast any roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one apparently was shown, not in its entirety, but the animation looks a little bit like uh, Resistance. 
uh, Star Wars Resistance, which I'm not entirely opposed to. It's very colorful, very uh, very fun. At least um, it, it looks vibrant, at least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we see apparently Peggy Carter is going to be kept in Britain. Which I'm okay with. Well, actually, I'm more than okay with. I'm, yeah. Why? You, you don't she want... is British. No, it's not the point. You don't Cap- want Captain Britain? No, because she's not playing actual Captain Britain. She's playing Captain America, who's from the UK. Here's here's uh. the th- here's why I'm okay with it. Because this isn't going to be Captain Britain. This is the what if scenario where Peggy Carter becomes. No, I understand. But when you use a moniker like that, you can't just like you can't. Okay, so Captain Britain is a multi-dimensional uh, savior uh, Green Lantern squad. Yeah. Uh, she is playing Captain America. She's she's English, but she lives in the United States. She's playing Captain America with a UK accent. She's she's Captain America, but they're calling her Captain Britain, which is fine. But what it's setting the precedent of? Oh, she's Captain Britain, and just completely ignore everything with the Braddocks and with the X Men and all that stuff. So they're just going to negate all these potential storylines by calling her that. This is a what if. I I don't think that's true because I hope of the not. what if scenario. I do, but. Th- if they 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 should have been smarter than the caller Captain Britain because that has a moniker that a lot of people really really love, okay. including the comics that you guys read today. I think they I think they realize that Captain Britain is far enough away. I hope so. From that, like if they ever bring in the character, it will, it will be a while. I agree. I just I just hope I, I hope so. They I hope they're they're usually smarter about this kind of thing. So yeah. I'm just you know. I, I, I but once, once I again, it's a what if. No, so. I know. Um. So, so we also get, there's also a clip of a uh, brains. Of, Zombie Captain America. Hell yeah! So now, for those of you who don't know, and Ben, I suspect you might not know, you might not have known this before this week. But for those of you who don't know, if you look within the logo of the what if of what if, so the the what if logo inside the mar- inside the border of the silver border are what I now know to be clips from episodes. So Zombie Captain America was there. So I was like, there's no way they're probably just throwing in a couple of what mm-hmm. ifs. But now knowing that. You can probably find out what a lot of these episodes are about by by yeah. By I haven't together those. I haven't looked since I first saw that thing. Yeah, so it, it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Kind of cool how they did that. Yeah, Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Uh, uh, Steve Rogers is gonna have like an Iron Man suit. Made by we, Howard Stark. Yeah, which makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I'm really excited. There was oh man oh there was one that they sh- they they showed a like concept art of it's uh so it's on Morag, it's Star Lord, but when he undoes the helmet, it's T'Challa. Oh, interesting. Oh. So it's T'Challa going to get the Power Stone. and But we don't know what that means. Uh, there's a new run recently with Ta-Nehisi Coates' Black Panther where there's an intergalactic Black Panther society. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing that stuff, but it was an image of T'Challa like removing the f- helmet. Do you think it's a, a what if Yondu got the wrong kid? <laughs> Holy shit. That could a, be. That's amazing, Brandon. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. They could. Ah, humans look alike to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, that's actually really funny. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, that's great. That would be great. Damn, dog. Like, what if Captain America was a zombie? Like, a lot of those what ifs end up being yeah. like that. Um, oh. All right, so WandaVision had some news. Oh, uh, boy. Randall Park, who was Henry Wu in Ant-Man and the Wasp, has uh-huh. joined the cast as mm-hmm. Henry Wu. Yep. Cat uh, Dennings, who was Darcy in the first two Thor films, has joined the cast as Darcy. A couple of sitcom people. Yeah. For this weird sitcom show. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's described as part 50 sitcom, part Marvel epic. Yes, so um, if we we recently got the posters like right before this podcast started, um, looks like Sparks got himself. One. Yeah, and Sparks got one as well. It's a it is a so it's black and white except for the two main characters in the middle. The TV is is showing a bright red light, and the shadow that's reflecting is their costumes of what Scarlet Witch looks like in the comics and Vision yeah. looks like in the comics. Except he's missing his Mind Stone. There's a separate piece of shadow that's where the Mind Stone should be. Uh, so this is going to be a very weird like 
Tom King's vision run meets House of M where she rewrites reality, which means they're giving her a huge power upgrade. Absolutely. Um, which she's kind of always needed because she she's way too strong uh, in the MCU. Uh, so I'm very curious what the show is, especially because it leads into Doctor Strange, yeah. uh, which is, again, the great thing about these Marvel Plus shows, these Disney Plus shows, they lead right into the movies. Yeah. Super uh, cool. I thought it was really interesting because they've definitely shied away from giving Scarlet Witch her, co- her classic costume before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crazy headdress, yeah. I actually really like her MCU costume, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, so interesting to see. Uh, I'm super excited for a lot of these Marvel Disney Plus shows. Yeah, man. Uh, pretty much all of them I'm excited for. Yeah. yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, was has cast Wyatt Russell. Mm, there, that Wyatt, that's his name. Wyatt Russell as U.S. agent. Yes, a character I thought was Nuke, and then I realized that was the guy from uh, Jessica Jones. No, yeah. Um, so in the fifties, when Captain America became Nomad, the U.S. government, which is actually what this this uh this show is going to be about, the U.S. government made their own Captain America. Um, and U.S. agent was a more harder edged. Like a, a a shithole Captain America. So we're just we're gonna have that. We're gonna have uh we're gonna have Sam doing his thing, and then you're gonna have the U.S. agent. Basically, he's like almost like a Homelander, but not nearly as bad. Yeah. Um. But like, hey, I'm Captain America. Screw you, guy who thinks he's Captain America. Yeah. So it looks like um, just piecing together what probably what we know. Um, the government has created their own Captain America because they don't like that Captain America just passed off the hand the shield. Yes. On his own. I I really love that idea, and they they could um. <laughs> I had a thing, I had a thing, and it's gone. All right. All right. Um, This doesn't look like Kevin Faggy was done yet. Nope. Because he took the opportunity to announce three new Disney Plus shows. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit, guys. You guys. Every one of these is really, really special and amazing in their own way. I'm pretty sure the second I saw I saw the Moon Knight thing, I heard Ryan squeal from uh, from my house. I, I I legitimately, guys, I went to all of my. I got my a huge book or a huge box box of signed comic books, uh, and I immediately went to get all my number ones that I got signed. I was like, got my She Hulk, cool. I got my Vision, great. Got my Black Widow. I got my Moon Knight, and I'm like, oh god, it feels good. It feels cool to like know all these characters already, man. I love <laughs> it, it. It's really cool because uh, he added these two Phase Four. These will be the first characters to be introduced through a Disney Plus show, um, at least like headline characters. Before now, all the Disney Plus shows have been characters we know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited to see how they handle a lot of these. I said before, I'm certain Mark Ruffalo is in the She-Hulk show. 100%. At least at the start. Uh, and if you look at the design for the Miss Marvel logo, the little period for the Miss, it's the same star that's in Captain Marvel's logo. Nice. So, oh, sweet. Because she's a huge super fan of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's guaranteed Brie Larson's going to show up for at least yeah. one episode. Yeah. At least. Now I have a question. Yes. Miss Marvel is an inhuman in the comics. This is this is where I'm not sure what they're going to do. Yeah, same. I don't know if, they're just, if they'll make her a mutant. Or do they make her just super-powered? But like the Tesseract is very powerful. It it, it <laughs> is, but like it's it's a weird situation because you have the inhu- they might just I honestly don't know. Yeah, they do have the inhuman. Do they want to bring the inhumans back because they are they are a big thing? Is this their way of doing it? Is this is this an inter- is this a good way? Because she's she's the only inhuman that has no connection to the rest of the inhumans. Yeah, she is she is ground level. Yeah, she doesn't talk to the uh, the inhumans outside of the initial run outside yeah. of Lockjaw. Even she, she loves Lockjaw. Like yeah, you can just easily she's a superpowered teen. Yeah. My thing is, um, oh, what I was trying to say is like, because you have like Spider-Man and you have your tech guys, but we don't have mutants. Yeah. Like we have, or we don't have any humans. Like there's like, uh, what is it in the DC universe? Metahumans? Metahumans. So that's like their blanket thing for everything. The Marvel doesn't really have that. They yeah. have enhanced, but those are people who were experimented on. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is their way of just diving deep into humans again. 
because uh, you can't just say, oh, she's superpowered, but why? In the yeah. Marvel Universe, she has to have a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. Um, it's, it's, just, it's super exciting. It's like the creative problems that they've put themselves in makes me excited because yeah. I know they usually can get over it's, it. It's like, it's like I talked to you guys about Thor, Love, and Thunder. Like the hammer doesn't work the same way as it does yes. in the Marvel Universe. 100%. So like you got to uh, go over these hurdles. And I'm super excited to see how they handle it. Yeah. And I was, we, we had a discussion on Twitter about like what we want for this Moon Knight series. And the fact that you and I can speculate wildly about what the series could be yes. and both be plausible. Marvel has changed the game so radically that be, but once upon a time, we would say, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Tobey Maguire and Ben Affleck did a Daredevil Spider-Man movie together? No, oh, that would never happen. Yeah, man, we live in a multiverse now. And now we live in a world where that's just common. And Marvel keeps upping the Oh, game. my God. Can you imagine after the, the Batman shit that Affleck went through? He's like, yo, do you want to be Daredevil for, a, for like a hot minute again oh. and make it cool? Like in a multiverse movie, and yeah. he'll be like, ah, "Yes, I'm too old. <laughs> How much money?" Uh, all right, man. Real quick though, like She Hulk is an awesome character. She has a lot of great runs. Um, yeah. She had a recent run with Charles Soule that was really fun. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, Moon Knight is so cool. These are all these are all really exciting yeah. out of the box. And they said specifically stuff. introduce them at first in the show so they can come to the movies. Brilliant, so good. This is these shows are why I don't want Jeff Loeb on that service. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, screw you. <laughs> Kevin Feige, you got this, baby. Uh, so there's a lot of people uh, disguising their Twitter accounts as Disney Plus accounts. And making I, I, a got, I got fooled by one, and it was a Wolverine one. I got fooled by one, too. Which one did you get fooled Quake. by? Quake. Quake? Got it. I was like, are they really? Wait. <laughs> there's one, yeah. Uh, it's a joke website, but, like, their new thing is, like, the Disney Plus logo. And there's one for, like, Wolverine, and then it's, like, the oh, there was one for Midnight Suns. Oh. So it was Blade, uh, Moon Knight, yeah. uh, Damon Hellstrom, and stuff like that. Uh, they were getting a lot of clicks that week, <laughs> this week. They were fooling us all, baby. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, all right, so moving on. Movies. Mm. Let's start with Marvel. We're already here. Yeah. Um, Kit Harrington was cast uh, as Dane Whitman, mm -hmm. who is the Black Knight in the comics, or one of them. Yes, he is like the third Black Knight, yeah. So I actually wonder, because they were specific to call him Dane Whitman. Yes. I'm probably not seeing him as Black Knight in this movie. So here's the thing. The first Black Knight was an evil person uh, who passed down his, his legacy to his, his cousin or nephew, who was Dane Whitman, who takes it on. He's like, oh, I'll use this now for good. Uh, and he was Avenger in the 80s, and he dated one of the Inhumans. Or yeah. excuse me, he dated one of the, uh, uh, the Eternals. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, he's not maybe Black Knight at the start, but... You don't put Dane Whitman in this and not have some Black Knight-esque stuff. It's like Kurt Connors in Spider-Man 3. Yes. Like, you, you do it because the next movie he's going to be Yes, lizard. and uh, he did date Cersei in the comics, and I don't think it's a coincidence that Cersei and the Black Knight were both cast in the same time yeah. Gamma, at all. Gamma Chan will play Cersei. Yes, and she was in Captain Marvel, yeah. but apparently that character's done, Who so... Who Captain Marvel? Oh, Minerva. Yeah. She's Minerva. She um, had one good fight scene. Go cool, good for her. Yeah. Um, She's cool. Barry Cogan was also uh, cast as Druig. Who is a villainous and turtle? So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay, so interesting. Uh, yeah, they showed all the costumes and all the all the cast how came do you feel out about again. The costumes. Um, they're fine. They're concept art. They are concept art, yeah. and uh, I did see a great post about like everyone's calling these Jack Kirby fully inspired, and like, have you guys ever read a Jack Kirby comic? Yeah, those are boring and like in like flat colors. Yeah. Uh, so I think again, much like uh, another movie we'll be talking about, uh, we have to wait to see it in motion. In real life, because again, I don't think they've let us down for the most part. Yeah. Once it's in motion and in screen, on screen. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow, baby. We got a first look at Black Widow. Yes. Uh, at at D23, we didn't get it out, but we did see the poster. Uh, I saw footage that was leaked. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, just good fight scenes. Just good. look looks like a good fight scene. Good. Um, 
Let's see. Black Panther two was they took the opportunity to announce Black. Wait, Panther was there anything? 2. Did anything about Black Widow? Anything more happen? Um, did they announce anything? I don't think they announced it. Or just like any? Okay, okay. Let's make it sure. Um, yeah. So we we uh, Black Panther two was announced. Rise of Atlantis. We're not is sure. what everyone wants. Yeah. Uh, but they were not ready to say what it is about yet. What yeah. is, they just gave a release date of May 6, 2022. Yeah, it's far away. Which means there are three mo- three more slots to fill in that same year. Mm-hmm. Is that Phase 5? Is that I, the start of Phase 5? I think Black Panther 2 is Phase 4. Maybe the end of Phase 4? I think so. Okay. I think we're, no- I think we're done with Phase 4 announcements. That makes sense. Um, all right, so let's see what else, because I didn't. I was too lazy to write a lot of this stuff down. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, got a t- a trailer released this week. Well, not this week. Uh, it will be released this, this coming week. Mm, I was say I didn't see it. But the trailer uh, was shown to audiences. Uh, I didn't read any descriptions of it. I don't know if you guys. I did. saw one thing on Twitter that made me incredibly excited. Which means it's probably a misdirection. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, I think I know. I think we're talking about yes. the same thing. I saw nothing. I'm going to stay away until I see that trailer. Saw a shitty poster. When that comes out. And we did. Besides get the poster, the poster. <laughs> we did get the poster. Which, if you take Palpatine out of the poster, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. But if you put Palpatine in the poster, not okay. I don't get it. That's really. This bad. is Disney. They have literally all the money in the world. How did this? How did they let this bad poster come out? <laughs> so bad. Palpatine looks like Clone Wars. Palpatine. <laughs> uh, Disney's Jungle Cruise had some footage, but Ooh. we didn't see oh. anything. Uh, Maleficent talked about. Hold on, the, real quick. The, the Jungle Cruise movie said they had ni- uh, '90s mummy vibes. You're right. Okay. So that's what gets me excited. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm down for that. Uh, Mistress of Evil. Uh, the, apparently, the she's part of a race called the Dark Fae. Okay. So like a dark fairy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, she's like the, the villains are going to be her species. Dark Fae. Showed a bit of Mulan. Uh, the actress did not show. Due Surprising. To <laughs> Surprising. Um. So that's. Too bad. Uh, did did you hear if they were positive about the, yeah. the footage? Yeah, a lot of people said it looked really good. Cool. Uh, they the the original music is is just thro- is sewn in through the score, uh, which I think is a good or like more or- orchestral and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I figured we got a first look at Cruella. Oh, I saw. I think I saw. <sighs> guys, I got a little little a vapors. Quick glimpse of Emma Stone. Yeah. as Cruella Deville. It is a, we get a picture of her as Emma, as a, as Emma Stone as Cruella <laughs> Deville. Uh, it's a 1970s. I think uh, she looks real good. Yeah, <laughs> that works for me. Real it works for me. Real, real good. Uh, Didn't that movie get delayed to like two years from now? It comes out. It comes out really 20, late. 2021, I think. Is That's so release, far yeah. to be seeing pictures and stuff for it already. Well, I think they're just about ready to film. Yeah. Uh, something took its place. Oh, uh, the empty Empty Man by Cullen Bunn, which is a Fox property that Disney has inherited for a movie. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so they so Disney's not canceling everything. There you go. There you good go. job, Cullen Bunn. Uh, Pixar's new film Soul this is the one after Onward. Mm. Uh, we got a first look at that. They did release a couple of a couple of little concept thingies. Uh, as Wait, what's it called? Soul. Soul. Got soul. It. So, so think inside, inside out, but for your soul. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's see. They released a voice cast. Which let me pull that up real quick. Bet it's got good people in it. Joey Gardner will play uh, is the main character. He is going to be played by Jamie Fox. Okay. okay. Felicia Rashad is playing Joey's mother, Leba. Uh, Joey's neighborhood nemesis, Paul, is played by David Diggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Questlove hey. plays Curly. And 22 is played by Tina Fey. Oh, Tina Fey's back. Yeah. 
So apparently souls are all trained at the U seminar and once ready, your soul graduates. But for Joey Gardner, his life hasn't quite gone as he expected. He's a high school band teacher and passion for being a jazz musician in his own right. But just as he's about to achieve his dreams, he dies. And oh, his soul God. ends up at the seminar. Damn, that's a Pixar movie? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Straight to death. I love it. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Okay. Hey, kids, instead of like slowly working your way into death in these movies, we're just going to start it that way. <laughs> It's directed by Pete Doctor. Yeah, okay. June 19, 2020. That's when it's out. 2020. Wow. Here's the That's official. Pixar? When does Onward come out? Next year. So two Pixar movies come out next year? Onward and Soul? Doesn't oh. Onward come out later this year? Yeah. When come out this, oh, yeah, November this year, I think. Does It's really? Let me look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I figure we'd get a new trailer for Onward by now. Uh, let me look. Uh, yeah, but yeah. real quick, the, the actual synopsis for Soul is, is, is this. Ever wonder where your passion, your dreams, and your interests come from? What is it that makes you, you? It describes a journey from the streets of New York to the cosmic realms to discover answers life's most important questions. Mm. That's heavy. Okay. Release date for, um, sorry, Brian. Release date for Onward, March 6, 2020. Oh, Damn, so two, two Pixar movies. Close together, Yeah. Too. Wow. Interesting. Two separate teams. Interesting. All right, what else we got? Man, they've never done that before, have they? No, they have not. They'd have done twice a year, but not that close. Oh, uh, okay. Because uh, Inside Out and uh, Good Dinosaur came out the same year. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, onward, we got some new stuff. Apparently, uh, apparently, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland recorded together. Oh, that's super good. Cool. Very rare in the, yeah. in the things. Uh, this is where he said, I love you 3000. Oh, rip. Um... Raya and the Last Dragon got me excited. Yeah, I heard some good stuff about this. This animated, new animated movie. By uh, Disney Animation. By Disney Animation. <laughs> we were talking about that. Wait, yeah. as in like Disney Animation? The Disney proper is actually making another. Okay. Anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Disney Animation. Same people that do Frozen 2. Well, right. not the same team, but like same studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is out for Thanksgiving 2020. The, cla- the cast includes Casey Steele as Raya. And Sisu the Dragon is voiced by Aquafina. Heck yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, Ray and the Last Dragon is set in the fictional world of Kumandra, an ancient earth that uh, venerates and worships dragons. The production team traveled to Lao, Thailand, Cambodia, Bali, and Indonesia to take inspiration from, quote, the beautiful and diverse creature cultures of Southeast Asia. Awesome. Really excited for that. Yeah. Some of the images they showed were like super cool. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. And then Frozen 2, they talked about how they're bringing back the the actor, the actor, um, mother and father. Uh, I believe they cast um, Evan, Evan Rachel Wood. Hey. Uh, and Sterling K. Brown. Oh, great. That's two great people. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they Wait, they're playing parents? I think so. <laughs> That's funny because like, they're both kind of young. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they showed some new footage there and apparently it looks really good. Um, they It's apparently supposed to work in tandem with Frozen 1. It's going to be like one story. I hope so. Yeah. So that that's cool. Cool stuff, and that's really all they all they got from the movie section. Hot diggity dog! I think that's everything. Hmm. Is there anything else you guys can remember? Ooh, I can remember that large cow, the large car outside. Cow, uh, <laughs> cow, moo. <laughs> um, I mean, there was so much in these, man. I honestly couldn't even tell you if I forgot something or not. The Breaking Bad movie. That was yeah. not that was not D twenty three, but no, but again, I'm. I don't know if I need more Breaking Bad. Uh, but it is bo- directed and written by Vince Gilligan, and yeah. everyone's coming back, so I have no reason to not like it. Yeah. Uh, October 11th, I think, is really yeah. for that. Yeah, uh, that's all I got, really. It's it's too bad Sparks isn't here to kind of walk us through a little bit more of what yeah. he saw. Mm-hmm. He'll probably give us some more detailed oh, yeah, stuff that we missed. Definitely. But those yeah. are really the highlights, some of the most exciting stuff. I'm just like, man, like I I, I honestly I had a feeling Miss Marvel was was in the pipeline. I didn't have a feeling. long time. I didn't have a feeling about it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad it's not ABC then. Yeah. 
but yeah, Moon Knight and She-Hulk are like really out of the blue. Yeah, uh, I did not expect those characters, especially like fully high budgeted Disney Plus shows. I actually, thought they'd be like Hulu. I had or something. a feeling yeah. we're gonna get introduced to She Hulk eventually. I but, honestly, I thought she'd be like on Agents of Shield or something like a throwaway. Yeah, but like because like she's I'm so glad much she's better not. than that. Yeah, Moon Knight. I know we were hoping for Moon Knight for a while. I know the internet I thought was Netflix. hoping for Moon Knight for a while. I thought Netflix for Moon like Knight. Uh, yeah, uh, like the Daredevil kind of stuff. Yeah, but now that Moon, but net the sec- I'm most excited for Moon Knight. Moon I know Knight. I've only read. I think Moon Knight and Blade are definitely going to hang out, you guys. Hey, uh, Mo- Moon Knight and Blade are the only two. Yes, yes. No, the no. Jeff Lemire run. That was the that yep. was the Lemire run that you loaned me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I made that um, a book club. I, I really like that run. Um, Blade and Moon Knight are the two that I'm like. Oh, I hope you go a little bit more mature. <sighs> I I unfortunately don't think they will. Yeah, I don't think so either. Especially if it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, M- Moon Knight is is he doesn't have to be like gore and stuff, but he's definitely a crazy schizophrenic guy. I don't want them to pull punches. Yeah, like especially with a schizophrenia, I don't want them to pull punches. Same. Um, that's my only concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is why I wanted Netflix for a long time is because I knew they wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so I, Mar- Marvel Studios has not handled the character like Moon Knight and Blade before. Yes. So I'll be very curious to see how they do. Yeah. I man, yeah. I really like all, all these like WandaVision might be like the most interesting to me because like I just don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. That's the weirdest one for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Same with Rise of Skywalker. Apparently people are like, what is this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Especially after some of the stuff I read, I'm like, why would you put that in there? Yeah. That's so cool I'm, and weird. I'm not reading anything about Rise of Skywalker. I'm don't worry about it. I'm not. So uh, yeah, that's, that's it. D23, baby. It's not as long as Comic-Con, but nope. that's okay. Still go. Thank God. Disney. All right. Shall we get into our book club? Let's book it up. All right. Bag them and tag them. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd uh, Comic Shop. Yeah, hi. Um, do you have any books? Uh, can you be a little more specific? Um, anything readable? All right, then time now for our book club. Ryan, take it away. Hey, guys, it's me, Ryan Eliopoulos, the number one Rick Remender fan in the world. Uh, I decided to pick The Apocalypse Solution Volume 1 and Deathlock Nation Volume 2 of Uncanny X-Force. Uh, art by Jerome Pena, Asad Ribic, and Raphael Albuquerque. This is... Um, so I've been reading comics a long time. I've read a lot of Marvel comics. I'm a Marvel guy. Uh, this is a mature book. This is the first mature book that I read uh, that made me realize that comics could be more than what I thought they were. Right. Uh, this is a very intense book that deals with really intense uh, uh, feelings and actions. Uh, dealing with the murder of children. Uh, that's not something you usually see in an X-Men book or any Marvel book. So when I read this book, I realized, oh, comics aren't for kids. This came out in 2009. Um, and then I became a Rick Remander fan ever since. Um, but the art, the characterization, uh, I think this is the best Deadpool has ever been. Uh, I think this book is truly sensational in every sense of the word. Uh, I love the idea, and I'm really glad that Marvel allowed them to run with this idea of, like, we have to kill a kid because he's going to grow up to be the, the end of the world. And that's, like, really, that's really dark. Uh, and I love every character's interaction with how they go about that. And uh, I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. I really like Deadpool's line where he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I never killed a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wade, you're always in it for the money. Uh, uh, and he's like, yeah, but I don't kill kids. Yeah. And then you learn the revelation that he never cashes his checks. He's doing this because he likes to help. Because yeah. Deadpool's secretly a nice person. Yeah. yeah. And this is why I love Deadpool so much. He is so caring. He cuts pieces of his arm off to feed to Dark Angel, excuse me, Archangel when he's dying. Uh I, I love this book. And he again, he would never kill kids. My favorite thing is at the end of this book, because we're, we're talking about the big issues of this book. It's Apocalypse is, is reborn, 
and the, the, the last horsemen of the apocalypse have been risen. They are basically the final bosses of apocalypse. Uh, war, pestilence, death, famine, all that stuff. Um, These are like old mutants from yes. ancient history. And each of them has their own incredible backstory uh, about how they're all either gross or shitty people. Like, oh, yes, I'll pick him from time. That's totally cool. Yeah. But uh, X-Force is sent out to kill this resurrected apocalypse not knowing that he's a five-year-old child. Um, and I... I love this book a lot, and I think it's uh, I think Phantom X because this is the first time you guys have read Phantom X, right? Yeah, yeah this is a Grant Morrison uh, creation. The dude's got two brains, and he has a he has a living spaceship that's connected to his nervous system that responds to his every thought. If you guys have seen House of X and Powers of X, Charles Xavier, that's the body of Phantom X. Charles Xavier's brain is inside Phantom X. Really? Yes. Oh, is Phantom X okay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's gone. He's had five different bodies. That dude is a crazy clone monster. Yeah. He's the ultimate Weapon X program. Uh, you guys saw in the world. The world is this giant Weapon I X. I did have a question. Is this yes. the first time the world has shown up, or is this uh, I believe it's the first time. Yes. Okay. But it's like a Weapon X has always existed, but this is like their own training place. No, it's just it's really just Marvel Comics continuity. It's not really. So if you don't don't if you only know Weapon X from the movies, uh, in the comics, Weapon One was Captain America. Yes. And then from there. Weapon X is Wolverine. Yes. So it's it's all from the same. Yeah. X twenty three is Weapon twenty three. It's it's uh, Laura Kinney. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is her name now? Uh, uh, she just goes by X twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And then um, Phantom X and Deadpool are part of the same program. Yes. Uh, and then there's uh, uh, there's Nuke, the guy with the American flag on his face. Yeah. He yeah. was one of them. Uh, there's been a whole bunch of throwaway Deathlock, ones. Deathlock, I think, is one of them. Deathlock is is Weapon Infinity. Yeah. And that's in the second volume, which is also a whole heap of fun. This is the best Death- Deathlock ever, because Deathlock, who cares about Deathlock? Uh, but I just want to hear well, you guys talk about... Shield. No, I know, but let, let's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deathlock, yeah. Uh, I just want to hear some of, your, some of your thoughts about the... I think the first volume is much better than the second volume, even though the second volume is a lot of fun. The emotional resonant stuff is in, I think, this first volume. Yeah, I have yeah, to agree with you. It starts very strong. Yeah, I have to agree with you, especially when they finally get... like You see Psylocke going over to Apocalypse. She's ready to kill him, and then the rest of X-Force shows up, and she's like, no, we're not going to kill him. We you, can will train. Not, you will not hair one and hair then, on this right, child. And then right when Archangel's about to kill him, he's like, no, I can't do it. And then out of nowhere, Phantom X just pops him right in the head. Yeah, because I know this also goes in time with um, Wolverine and the X Men that we read a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm like, how does um, Evan live if he just got shot in the head? That's where second volume comes in, baby. Oh yeah, the um, the whole. Yeah. I mean, I knew the character was alive because I know I, I just am familiar with Marvel Comics continuity. These two pages that I'm showing you, my friends, are some of my two favorite pages in comic book history. There are not there's not a single word on here uh, except for. Maybe a little bit of words. But it's mostly their reaction shots of, uh, of Phantom X uh, doing the thing where, where you like pull their eyes down after uh-huh. they're dead. And then it's just reaction shots of all of them in the ship of, of Deadpool with his hands on his head freaking out. Phantom X is just like staring blindly into space. Wolverine's like, ah, yeah, yeah, we have to do this. And Psylocke is just like super pissed. Uh, and I think, I think uh, Rick Remender does a real good Wolverine, you guys. He I does. love his Wolverine. Uh, I love Rick Remender's Wolverine and I love his Deadpool. Yeah, his Deadpool is like next yeah. level. Dude. I, I like love his it. Deadpool as well. Yeah, I think because uh, I know we've read a lot of Rick Remender books, and I know I'm not the biggest. Unlike you, Ryan, I'm not the biggest fan of Rick Remender. You don't have to be, but I'm not the biggest cri- critic of Rick Remender. I think what was the, another Rick Remender book that I said I really really liked? I know. Oh, uh, we've done Black Science. We've done Tokyo Ghost. Have we done Black Science? Uh, we did it a long time ago. A lot, okay. but I think it was before we had to read it. Um, no, because me and you were the ones who were the only ones reading it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh God, there was another 
book that you that he put out. It was like it Seven w- to Eternity. Was it the fantasy Seven book? To e- Seven to Eternity. Yeah, yeah, it was the fantasy book that I liked a lot. Yeah, I think this one and Seven to Eternity are like up there. For Dude, me you know it's funny. The third volume of this, books. they go to the other world, and it's a and it's all fantasy based. Where there's a um, like an evil goat Merlin mm-hmm. attacking the Captain Britain Corps, and it's all like a fantasy battle. It's oh, awesome! Wow. Yeah, all right. But that's I, I think Uncanny X Force and and um, Seven to Eternity are my like my top two Brickmaner books right now, or I, the ones I've read. I was really excited to read this. I've been wanting to read this book for a long time. Uh, and reading this, and then, honestly, I only have one issue of Powers of X under my belt right now, and I plan on reading the rest. Uh, spoiler that we're going to do an episode on it. Um, but reading this, I'm kind of like, maybe I don't care about the X-Men. Well, I, I am specifically, the, th- the things you've read are mostly the more dark, mature stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like that stuff yeah. uh, when it comes to Marvel Comics. Like, uh, Immortal Hulk is so good. Yes. Um, I, I don't know if I... Maybe I just have had a hard time getting into the X-Men characters. Um, Which is so crazy to me because you guys are such fans of the movies and you've never given the comics a chance. I don't get it. I don't either. Well, I can't, I can't that's why I keep answer. making these book recommendations. Hey, I, at least, I at least have the, the ex- somewhat excuse that my parents didn't want to take me to comic stores. They just didn't want to go, go, go through that. You've been an adult for a long time, Ben. <laughs> Shut up. Um, no, I can't. I can't either. And you know, everyone's got their own preferences. Um, but I, uh, I did. I did. I did like this. Um, I was just kind of hoping I would love it. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't quite love it. Maybe if I read the whole thing, that might change though. No, I still really enjoyed. Um, X, I still I enjoyed both volumes because I, um, I was because I knew this went in time or went in line with um, Wolverine and the X Men. And then when we finally see, when Deathlock shows, you up. you didn't read Wolverine and the X Men, right? No, I didn't. That's the one you would like because yeah. that's the really happy-go-lucky one. Yeah. But then when Deathlock shows up and he's de- like Deathlock Prime, he's the one who goes against the program. He's a teacher and stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. a teacher. But also, I like with like all the other death, I like seeing that alternate future. I really like alternate futures. I know it's a staple of no, uh, I, I do too. But yeah. I, I really like kind oh. of dark alternate futures. Yeah, but one of my favorite scenes in Volume Two was when they rewired uh, Deathlock Captain America's brain. That's and so he was cool. saying, it's like, oh man, Apocalypse was th- he was the good guy. He was a savior." And then they're like, "Yeah." There's the scene where uh, Phantom X is like I think he's it's, I think he's fighting Spider-Man and and he uh-huh. like bashes it and you and you see Spider-Man's eyeball when he's like a Deathlock uh-huh. and and then he's like well, we didn't have a choice and Phantom's like I don't care boom and he yeah. shoots him and I'm yeah. like that's some savage shit that is uh, that is real a, savage it takes shit. a while to like figure out what what that mystery is of like alternate future yeah I love uh, it I really I really like that because you kind of get pieces of it until you realize oh wait they were actually trying to they're still bad guys because they're trying to stop a good guy but it's a good apocalypse yeah because they don't know the phantom x saved it's really weird yeah it's a it's a great like memento-esque way of telling the story uh so yeah um this isn't this is like this is an x-force book it's not technically x-men and this line is great it's like no jovial sense of adventure no camaraderie no none to overcome the tension this is not the x-men as they're about to go assassinate this child yeah uh and again it's like i've read so many regular x-men books that that don't really try anything big or new and this book uh again i read it 10 years ago now i was just like holy shit comics can do this like and uh and it kind of blew my mind a little bit was this the same era as dark avengers yeah, I think Marvel was going through a phase. Yeah. It's a good phase. <laughs> and also, because I remember you mentioning the scene where Deadpool cuts himself to feed Archangel. Mm-hmm. And then I finally get to that scene. I'm like, holy crap, this is the book. Yeah. This is the book. Because you mentioned that quite a few times on this podcast. And you're like, yeah, this is where stuff gets dark. And I'm like, holy That's a good shit. Page. That's a good couple pages, though. Uh, and again, like the super the super heady stuff that, that Rick Remender loves to do. Um, 
So they talk about uh, Betsy's talking with her twin brother, James Braddock, who is Captain Britain. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is the first Captain Britain? Brian. Brian. Brian Britain. He's currently dead at this point. Yes. Okay. Uh, so this is Captain Britain saying, killing children to, pre- to preemptively halt potential evil, it's, it's beyond the compromise of Xavier's, dr- Xavier's dream. It's an abomination. Uh, and then she's like, where has Xavier's lofty, lofty ideas brought us? Uh, when we lived in a school uh, as opposed to a protective reservation awaiting extinction, like when they're on Genosha. Uh, and she's just like, I just need to know that you, I just, what does he say? I just need you to tell me that you understand what I did. Because yeah. she feels so guilty. And he's like, I cannot condone or condemn, but I, I understand why you did it. I'm not happy about it. And I think that is so powerful. And even Phantom X, who did this thing anyway, he still felt bad enough about it to clone him in the next, uh, in the next volume. Yeah. So in the world is a clone of Apocalypse growing up who becomes Evan, who becomes this new Apocalypse that's in the modern era. Uh, it's, a, it's a real good, real good fun time. Yeah, I like this. I do like the second volume. Uh, the first volume has got, has got some heavy stuff, which is good stuff. Like it starts really strong. Um, I think the art's insane. Yeah, Jerome Pena's art is oh yeah insane. Like when Wolverine has the pestilence oh, and like he, like he has the bubonic all plague and every virus known the man. Every yeah. single he's, disease. He's like, like there's oh. pus and he's just like slowly dying and it's just like he keeps crawling and he keeps crawling and he keeps crawling and I'm like man Wolverine's so that badass. Is you some guys. creepy shit where he is infected with every disease known to man all at once and it's just oh that is some his healing factor can't keep up baby. Sometimes it's I some harrowing little, imagery, but it's really really good. Sometimes I got a little confused with who was talking. In the narration mm-hmm. it's not always clear which characters are talking uh, dark blues archangel uh, uh purple a psylocke w- w- orange oh it sucks <laughs> i keep forgetting sorry Brandon. i can't see purple <laughs> I don't, uh, man what does thanos look like <laughs> i told you gray <laughs> he's not the hulk <laughs> oh uh so there's a great scene because phantom x's whole power is misdirection yeah um when he's fighting war the giant gargoyle monster he makes the gargoyle pretend that that betsy braddock is the one that he's in love with yeah. uh-huh. and since his entire thing is not, is, is about death the core concept of love destroys him uh and that i think really good. that is such an interesting idea and there's one time where he's fighting uh phantom x deathlock and he gets misdirected and he's like son of a bitch no i'm supposed to do that <laughs> that just sucks this does not feel good i love that yeah. i love that scene because he's like wait a second something's not how did wait misdirection this, yeah <laughs> also i also love the scene where after she stabs um herself like psylocke deathlock mm-hmm. and archangel's flying her because they're they're together in this point and they're like I need go back. I want that. So- I need my sword. He's oh, like, yeah. don't you have more at home? He's like, no, yeah. but I want that I one. I want that one. Also, like uh, the Deathlock future, where apparently it's a utopia. Super interesting. Yeah, because like there's no crime, so yeah. technically it's a utopia, right? And all the super the superheroes are just uh, uh, are just Deathlocks. Are an obedient police force. It's spooky man. Yeah. yeah. So there's um, apocalypse. Uh, hates humans, right? He wants to exterminate all humans, and they find a bunch of humans in a cage. Uh, and so Betsy's like, how can anyone do this? And Wolverine's like, humans are pests eroding the foundations of Homo Superior. He wants them exterminated. Flash Darwinism. And then Wolverine snicks, and he says, what do you say we go and stop them? Yeah. And it was yeah. like so many badass lines uh, when you turn a page, something cool happens. And uh, Rick Commander's really good at doing badass lines. I also like the, the Deadpool scene in Volume 2 where he's with Father. Oh my god. Oh, that yeah. is so are, good. So Father's a new creation um, for this book. Uh, but what a cool, interesting creation because Deadpool just wants to be loved. Yeah. Oh man, he just wants a family and so he's bad. He's getting it right there, and then finally, like, I will give you a kiss. On, I will give you cake and a kiss on your forehead when I took you in, and then, and then Deadpool's like, <laughs> hold That's up, a little me. perverted. This he's guy, like, hold up creepy. a minute. This got creepy. Yeah, and then he chops his head off, shows up to 
uh, Phantom X and just like drops the head. Is like, ha! I can do it. Suck it. Uh, uh, I'll I'll end it up here after this Wolverine line. But uh, Betsy's asking Wolverine. I can't help but wonder: Is this smart? Just the four of us, like on X Force, doing this? And Wolverine's like, no four people. I'd rather have on my side, Pumpkin. None that are still breathing, at least. Yeah. And he, he could be talking about s- fucking so many people in that line, guys. Yeah. Jean Grey, Nightcrawler, Colossus, any of them. I love it. Oh, this book's so good, you guys. It is. It's uh, really good. That's it. That's I think this is a fun. Uh, this is a fun mature X Men book. Let me tell oh, you. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so next week, I guess uh, it's mine. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. Uh, I got some ideas. I'll try to lock something some down ideas. By, this, by this Wednesday. Um, that'll do it. Heck Sweet. yeah, baby! That's the show. Another episode down the drain. Yeah. That's where it belongs. In the toilet. <laughs> no. I Double flush. <laughs> no, we have fans now. All right. So right. I guess we do. We have a big fan. Next <laughs> uh, Next week, I don't know what we're talking about. Is there not a movie? Nope. Wow. Uh, the week after oh. is it. Already? Yeah. Oh, my really? God. It's, it's September, guys. Yeah. Jesus, what a year. Oh, it's almost. Uh, I thought it was. Man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So it, was, it went January, February. August. March, <laughs> Uh, Welcome to September. Hey, March. Up. Now it's August. What? When September ends. So yeah. Uh, so next week we'll figure it out and we'll tell you guys then. Yeah, baby. Uh, we have a YouTube page, as you know. Yes, you uh, do. More than sixty-nine uh, videos on that page. Yeah, we unfortunately <laughs> had to make more than sixty-nine videos <laughs> if we wanted to keep the bad. content rolling. Uh, um, it's still nice though. So Basement nice. Arcade is back. It's it is back. Yeah, it's Sonic Mania. Now. Sonic Mania. Yeah, baby. Um, gotta go. Gotta go quickly. And uh, guess when you guys settle on Fake Nerd Watch, that'll be back as well. We're still talking about it. Yeah. We have some ideas, but uh, we're, we're, talk, we're thinking yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, so, as you guys know, we are a Funko affiliate, so please click the link in the description. Thank you. Uh, check out when you uh, use promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase. Uh, we have a Patreon, two tiers, as I said last Double week. Double tier. Uh, the, the $5 real tier and the $25 ship in a bottle tier. <laughs> uh, joke <which> tier. <laughs> Which is a joke here. However, if you do subscribe to it, it's not a joke. If you make it real, I will send you a ship in a bottle. Ship in a bottle. Um, I'm going to post about that this <laughs> week. Uh, we have a T Public, which we got some cool stuff on the T Public, uh, and uh, our newest "Don't Be a Dick" T-shirt is yeah. up there. Uh, ben used that recently. I did. Um, I'm uh, very so proud of it. We got a fake nerd podcast T-shirt, Smithlanes T-shirt, Basement Arcade T-shirts, Suburban Proctology T-shirts, and I'm going to put up a new design this week, which is Pi's design that he <gasps> sent us. Our friend Pi Geron, friend of the show, he designed a eight-bit T-shirt of all of us. Uh, I don't think I've ever been happier with anything in my entire life <laughs> because, like, truly, like, don't tell what they are. No, don't no, but like for me, like, th- he knows who I am, yeah, and that makes yeah. me like truly happy. I just couldn't believe that. Well. It's obvious who I, I am. I want to. So. I want to know. We'll figure something out. But if you know what, what if you can pinpoint Ryan's design, you are the ultimate. You are as nerdy as I am, and not many people can be. Yeah. So, like, I'm truly proud. If you know what that. If does, you can pinpoint is. that, let us know. We'll work something out. We might. We might do something for you. I'll do something for you if you can get it right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I wanted to. Po- I took a screen. I, because well, when we got the design, I wanted to put this. I wanted to post it up on uh, ins- on Instagram. Nah, not I, yet. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. No. Next week. I'll when post can I do it? Because I want to do it. Tuesday. Like, really bad. Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, that'll be that'll be up this week. By the time you're hearing this, you can buy that shirt. Hell yeah! Uh, I'll put a link in the description as well as I, as well as Ben's new article will be in the description as well. Super duper! Yeah. Um. Thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Um. As Ben said, our show grows quite quite uh, quite frequently. Yeah. We're growers, not showers. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, thank you to Jeremy Vellucci for our uh, theme music and intro stuff. New theme and music. The, uh, new theme music. Mm. Yeah, I, I really like the new theme. We really I really, like really it. like the new theme song. Me too. Um, you can find them at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards. 
he does a show called Suburban Proctologist. You can find them on iTunes or wherever podcasts are. Um, Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Whoop whoop. Thank you to Mike Matola, good friend of the show, Mike Matola. Yeah. Uh, for doing our logo uh, for both this and Miscellaneous. Uh, at Mike Matola, you can find him. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? Ben Magnet27 on Instagram and Twitter. And once again, you can find me writing articles for Old School Gamer, OldSchoolGamerMagazine.com. Ryan. I'm at DJ Tony Snark at everything. Sparks Witty isn't here. He's at SPKRZ Witty only on Instagram. There you go. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys, stay fake nerds. <laughs> <laughs>